0: It's gorgeous. Uh, I've been to Field. I've worked out at Byersfield carrying a kit up the stairs. Welcome to So What's the Catch on All Sports Cleveland. Every Wednesday from 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock, James, Josh, Kramer, AJ, Brian, and the one and only Turk Berserk get together to discuss a wide variety of topics across the sports world. During these discussions, we let our opinions fly
1: with a dash of comedy. And now, here's your
0: show, So What's the Catch?
1: Welcome to So What's the Catch here on All Sports Cleveland. Uh, it's good to be back in our normal studio. We did have some fun a couple days ago at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, we did. Yes, we did. Pretty good time, right? That was a, that
2: great, was a time.
1: great time. Great time? Sh- sh- yeah. Taco was the star. <laughs> you here kept trying to make Taco Fall happen, but let me tell you, it was not happening. Stop trying to make Taco Fall happen. It's hey, not going to happen. He's not even on the Cavs anymore. He's on he's the. Never was on the Cavs. He's on the Cleveland <laughs> Charge. That, that it's because
3: they're developing goatness. goatness. Okay,
1: that's a. That's an all answer. right, all right. We're
3: gonna move right past. We're that. They're, just they're gonna developing a guy who can maybe make a couple step back threes here and there.
2: Seven foot six. He's gonna make a couple. Step back threes.
1: Dude, he can't shoot outside of two feet. Right. All right. I, I think he might be the only seven foot six guy that can't dunk on a regular basis. <laughs> I'm we're pretty g- sure he can. We're just going to move right into <laughs> our first segment, which
0: is the Denver Broncos at Cleveland Browns. What is your one word to describe that game on Thursday? Uh,
1: fine.
2: I would say relieved.
0: Keen of magic. That was two words. Hey, he's hyphenating.
1: That counts. <laughs> yeah, you can hyphenate counts.
0: And my one word scary.
1: Why, why is it scary for you?
0: Not even because of the game itself. It's because of the fireworks. I Okay. But I'm so terrified of the fireworks at for a primetime game. So let, let's let's
1: focus on the game though. So okay. Outside of that, <laughs> take that out of the equation. <laughs> What's How your
0: one word the other than that? Game? Okay.
4: <laughs>
1: First of all, it's hard
0: for me to take that out of the equation. Uh, okay, but just
1: what the, the game
4: on okay, the
0: field.
1: Okay, for but the
2: sake of our show, how about we do that? Okay. Yeah, for
1: the game on the field. <laughs> what happened? Run. Run? That's yes. a good word. Okay. Keenum. <laughs> Keenum. You go to Keenum. Keenum did fine. I'm fine with Keenum. I'm happy with what he did. Because you know what he gave you? He gave you an average Baker Mayfield performance over the past two seasons. Which you is better than be most of Baker's, Baker's performances contract? this year already. What'd you say? It could be stealing Baker's contract. What? He's not going to get Baker's contract, but yeah. he's going to make Baker expendable, which yes. I'm perfectly fine with. But I think one of the bigger takeaways from this game is the man, the myth, the legend, Dearness Johnson. Mm, okay, let's he's talk about him. Third highest rushing total ever for a running back making his first career start.
0: He should get more playing time, even when Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt come mm-hmm. back. Can I tell you a secret?
1: No, he yeah. should get less playing time. It's Mr. Kareem Hunt. You know why? Because Kareem Hunt doesn't fit in with what this offense is built to do best. You look at the offense, you look at the scheme, Nick Chubb is best in a zone-blocking scheme. So is Dearness Johnson. We saw that on Thursday. Kareem Hunt's better in a gap scheme. Mm. Okay. The Browns don't run a lot of gap scheme. And what you see is when you a lot of Kareem Hunt, you see a lot of gap scheme, you see a lot of ineffective runs. But when you saw Dearness Johnson doing what Nick Chubb does, everything was good.
2: We here? Okay, cool. Are, w- yeah.
1: are we still there? <laughs> sorry, sorry, we had a
2: little bit of a technical issue there. We are back. But anyway, going off <laughs> of sorry. your point, I, I, I agree with point. what with what James is saying. Um, th- th- it takes a certain type of back to run the Browns' offense, and Kareem Hunt is a great back, but he's a great back for a team like Kansas City, where mm-hmm. he was a great back, yep. uh, because he fits that scheme. He fits what that team's trying to do. So I get what you're saying. While Kareem Hunt may be the more talented guy, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to be more productive than to Ernest Johnson.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I feel going from Chubb to Johnson, it's it's a less of a, a shock to the system for the Browns' offense that they're able to continue doing what they need to do to be consistently productive. Right. Right. I agree with that.
0: And we've seen that Kareem Hunt has been effective as a pass catcher, so maybe you could use him as like a hybrid running back receiver type of thing. Uh,
1: honestly, I mean, he's going to be on the team for the rest of the year. But after this year, I-, I would look for the Browns to move on from him one way or another. Whether that's cutting him, cutting him or trading him, uh, he's going to be paid six million bucks, I think, last year next year. But it's all uh, there's no dead cap on that, mm-hmm. so he is expendable. Mm. Uh, it, running
2: backs, do not they don't have a long life in the NFL, too. No, they e- don't. Even the best of the best. I mean, some people have freaky longevity, and, and those guys are all Hall of Famers just because of being able to play for as long as they did. Um, but it, it, that's not the reality of the NFL anymore. NFL running backs, they come and they go. And they make a splash, and they have a year or two that are just, like, all, all pro years, and then it's they kind of fizzle out, you know, and they become a... You know, a third down back, or they become a, a, somebody that's a little deeper in the, the depth chart. And I, I think that that's just the natural progression for a guy like Kareem Hunt. When you're talking about a team and what this team wants to do moving forward, he doesn't fit better than De'Ernest Johnson does. And you don't have to pay De'Ernest Johnson as much, as so you have to pay Kareem Hunt, which is yeah, awesome.
1: That's, it's a very good point. And, you know, looking at what Kareem Hunt does best, he's great if you want a guy to run really fast into a straight line. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not what this offense does best. Right?
2: There's there's teams out there that would love to have them, and because of that reason, I think we'll get really good value. You know, if we do explore, I'll
1: probably get a mid round pick if they trade them. Right? There's like there's a, a lot a of good. rounder, probably. You
2: could do a lot of good for this team with a third or fourth round pick right now. So,
0: it it you could. I just think he had a different dimension, though, with that, with be, him being that like. I don't want to compare him to Marshawn Lynch. But I feel like he's
1: that style of running back. Marshawn Lynch actually worked really mm-hmm. well in his own mm-hmm. blocking scheme. Right. Are you
3: comparing D'Ernst Johnson to Marshawn Lynch?
1: No. He's c- no, it was, it was, he's comparing Kareem Hunt and his style to Marshawn Lynch. Which Strictly, he doesn't, like Mar-
0: doesn't make sense to me.
1: It, it doesn't to me either. Uh, he's a power back. That's
0: I mean, what I'm saying. I feel like Kareem Hunt and Marshawn Lynch are both power backs.
1: There, there's more to it than that, though. I mean, Nick Chubb's also a power back, right? He's, he's good in the zone blocking scheme. And, and Kareem Kareem's Hunt is kind of
3: like a versatile, very,
1: super versatile window.
2: Yeah, he's more of a skill player than than a guy like that's the, a banger. You know what like I mean? The,
1: the reason why Kareem Hunt was so effective in Kansas City is because they were scared of the passing game. Right, okay, which meant that they cleared out the box mm-hmm. which meant someone who runs in a straight line really hard and fast does
2: really well in a system like that
1: there we go, exactly where I was going with that
2: and, and that's why you see guys that could you know, you see a guy like Edward Tiller, and they step in and they they do great you yeah. know, and it's because that's all that they're expected to do, so a team like that you know, we might be able to you know, do some business with, and I think that that opportunity should absolutely be explored after seeing what Dearness Johnson did last week
1: I mean, because the, the running game's is just not as effective as Mean, I, I pointed it out a couple weeks ago, uh, but with without Kareem Hunt last year, when Nick, or with Kareem Hunt without Nick Chubb last year, they averaged seventy yards less per game on the round.
2: Which yeah, that's substantial. <laughs> yeah, th-
1: and that's huge. And yeah, Johnson went and stepped in and did exactly what they have Nick Chubb do. And mm-hmm. that's much more valuable than trying to change things up and bring uh, a guy who's not necessarily the best fit for the offense. And
2: right. I, I, and none of us are arguing that Kareem Hunt's not good. We're, Correct. You know, I just it, don't
1: think, think he's a good fit. Right, Can bring right. Bring back Run, William, Run? Uh, when's the last time he played? 15 years ago? Yeah, Maybe longer. It feels like it's William been longer. <laughs> I think it, longer. it has been longer.
2: I think he was one of their first draft picks. Uh, who, what, who, who are we going to bring yeah, back yeah, next? Yeah, he's well,
0: one of the first.
3: Who are we going to bring back, back next?
0: Lewis? Willis McGahee?
1: Oh, jeez.
3: <laughs> that was bad. That, that was bad. a bad year. I remember that. That was a bad year. When we had Will Spagahi, that was like 2013, I think.
2: Most years were bad years
0: for
1: a majority of the last
3: 20. uh,
1: Outside of like three seasons prior to 2020, uh, the majority of the years were bad years. Right.
0: Yeah. Not
3: 07, not 2014.
2: Which is just what he said. It's exactly what I (laughs) said. Yeah. Outside of three seasons. (laughs) Uh.
1: 2014 was okay. Okay. (coughs)
3: Um, I think those two seasons were the two seasons where the – where they were, where Brady Quinn was getting in Derek Anderson's head, and Johnny Manziel was getting in Hoyer's head.
1: You are way off on that timeline.
2: Yeah, that timeline Manziel? doesn't fit. Brian
1: Brian Hoyer was the quarterback when Johnny Manziel was here. Yeah. Brady Quinn and Derek Anderson was four years before that, at least. Um, are
2: you trying to draw a parallel between the two? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I was trying to, talk okay. to draw a parallel. All right, All right. You, that you, I can you see. Th- you threw me off there. Yeah.
1: Uh, but the the three years prior to 2020, I'd say they were they were uh, worth anything. or 07. Uh, the year they went nine and seven, which was what two thousand two. I believe and so. The year before that, where they went seven and nine, the two Butch Davis years, and the one year under Cornell where they went ten and six. We and had the playoffs. ten and
2: six year. We didn't make the playoffs, yeah, right? Because the
1: the only reason we didn't make the playoffs is because the Colts decided
0: they didn't want to. The, the Browns show up. had
1: plenty of chances during that season to get themselves in. Mm-hmm. They they failed on their own accord.
2: It's okay. still rough to so win 10 games and not make the postseason. That's Ask still rough. the
1: Miami Dolphins about that one from mm-hmm. last year. It happens. Yeah. That's just how it is. And you're going to see more of it moving forward. There, there could be like an 11-win team. That doesn't oh, yeah, else. now that we've got 17, that we 17 games. games so yep. It's
0: just going to get worse. Do you think the 17-game thing is
1: just here to stay now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 100%. It's 100%. It's they'll here.
2: never go back. They might go forward, but they'll never go back.
1: One, they're not taking games away. Okay. They're well, they're not taking
2: money out of their own pocket, so they're definitely not taking games away because that's what you're doing. while uh,
1: well, if you include preseason and regular season, the amount of games they played are the same. Right. But they just took away one preseason game to make more money and capitalize on a regular season game. Mm-hmm.
4: Yep. What was
1: that? No, I've seen that's the NFL for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about, yeah. about, about the almighty dollar.
0: Right. All right. Let's get back to Broncos Browns. So Hace
3: Keenum did his job and. and he just... He was just amazing. Keenan was
1: fine. <laughs> he did his... He was fine. Uh, he's winning us a... Okay, calm down. <laughs> oh, calm down. We're not...
3: Turk's uh,
2: uh, on one today. He's trolling us. You don't us. think
3: he's going to
1: have that type of magic? No. <laughs> Could he? sure. I'm not going to make that a determination after a game where he throws for less than 200 yards. But... Mm. Um,
2: I mean twenty one for thirty three, one ninety nine, one touchdown, zero interceptions. It's he an okay fine. game. He was hey, fine. He, he, he he was game. That's a super bowl winner He, he says. went in and managed the game properly. That's a right. it's, it's a super bowl winner
1: in nineteen seventy two. It's not nineteen seventy
2: two anymore. Uh, average completion yards too, very similar to what we've seen from Baker. A lot of the dink and dunk, a it's lot of the check downs, a lot a of a lot of, a lot of short game. passes. So we didn't see that element that we hoped to see where you know, he might push it down the field more. Doesn't mean he's not going to show that in the future, but I didn't see it against Denver.
1: Maybe we see it next week against Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, it was I his mean, first game in in a long time, so I give the guy... He got all of half a day to prepare. Right, was, there so was, with uh, some time to prepare.
2: I, that's what I want to see from Keenum. Before I'm okay with saying that like he's an okay replacement for Baker. I, I, I'm not ready to say that yet. If Keenum shows that, then yeah.
1: I, I think I think they got to play Keenum this week, honestly. hundred percent. We can get into that in the next segment, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but, you know... I don't think Baker should be playing at all for the rest of the season. Mm. Uh, that's a pretty nasty injury he's got. and Yeah, it's and bad.
2: It's uh, dirt.
1: It's a type of injury, in my opinion, that can go from season-ending to career-altering really quick, and for his sake, for team's sake, it, it's in everyone's best interest not to risk that, honestly.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just the window is so small in the NFL to win a title, mm-hmm. and, and that's why it's, it, it, sucks. it, it does what? stink, it but sucks. he's not healthy enough to play. That's the that that's just that
1: yeah so we'll get a little bit more to that in the next segment but we got to hit a commercial we come back we'll be talking about the browns and steelers uh, and their upcoming matchup on sunday
5: allison is perfect i mean she'd never tell you that she's perfect allison wait are you texting and driving texting and driving makes good people look bad Visit StopTechStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: It's 6.42 p.m. Time for Steve Plato and his son Dylan to do the dishes. They talk about everything from the yuckiness of girls to the awesomeness of his soccer team. Sometimes they don't talk at all. Then, hey, the dreaded (laughs) splash fight. It's Dad O'Clock, and it's the best time of the day. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services
6: and the Ad Council. Creando conexiones durante la recuperación de un trastorno mental y uso de sustancias pone toda la fuerza de la familia y comunidad apoyándole a usted, ofreciendo apoyo y esperanza. Únete a las voces de la recuperación, fortaleciendo familias y comunidades.
7: Para información confidencial sobre desórdenes mentales y de uso de sustancias, para usted o alguien que conoce, llame al 1-800-662-4357. Patrocinado por el Departamento de San a los servicios humanos de los Estados Unidos.
8: at risk of losing your home in a foreclosure we can help we'll deal with your bank reduce your payments lower your principal improve your credit rating we'll buy you a pony give you the ability to fly we'll let you pilot a blimp we'll bring your childhood cat back from the dead we'll name a comet after you we'll let you ride a unicorn we'll carve your name into the moon with lasers we'll arrange a meet and greet with Santa Claus we'll give you a trip.
6: If you're facing foreclosure, there are a lot of companies promising to help you. All of the information can be really confusing. But who should you trust? The Hope Hotline. The Hope Hotline is a free resource connecting you with HUD-approved housing counseling agencies available 24 hours a day who understand your situation. Since 2007, they've helped over 5 million people get the clarity and information they need. Call the Hope Hotline at 888 995 HOPE. That's 888 995 4673. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council.
3: Hey, it's Chirk the Berserker. You're in the Berserk box, being a hard worker. We got James. Guess what? He knows all the names. Just sit back and relax. You got hunger to the max. This show will never get any lamer, because you can't find anybody as entertaining as Kramer. Now, AJ, he is the true fighter. Never meet anybody who is a better writer. In this show, you don't have to worry about lying. We got a champ, and his name is Brian. Join us every Wednesday at 2 for authentic personalities. Because, you know, all we'll just be dishing out is just the
1: realities. We are back here on so what's to catch all sports Cleveland. The vanilla it, was a, it, was nice ba- it was a nice comeback. It was nice, you know, come back into the show there, Chirk.
0: That was very nice well and done. Yep.
3: Vanilla chinchilla, Chirk Berserk here in the Berserk box every week. Uh, he's Wait. on fire. Got the beats. So. You got twenty-four more years
0: until you're eligible for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, maybe you'll get there. But anyways, Browns play the Steelers this week.
0: Hey. Uh,
1: big game. It's the first division game of the season for the Browns. This um, will
3: really test Keenum magic.
1: This really tests the Browns as a whole because we've played a couple of really good teams and a couple of really bad teams, mm-hmm. and they've lost to the good teams. they beat the bad teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the Steelers are kind of in the middle. I feel like they've kind of found their level on the season a little bit. They're not as bad as they looked a couple weeks ago. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I also don't think they're necessarily good, but it's still a division game. It's, it's, it's a game that it's going to be tough for both teams, so I, I think it's going to be... It's hard to tell what's going to happen here. I mean, you, you look at the Browns quarterback situation, it's it's Baker or Keenum. We got Keenum. Keenum's, <laughs> we, fi- Keenum's fine. He's
3: fine. Keenum's yeah. fine.
1: Keenum I, I'd rather have Keenum, the game manager, go in the game and play the game than see injured Baker Mayfield play and also look a like
2: garbage. 100%. And risk getting hurt worse, you know, and just making the situation even worse than it already is.
1: I mean, there's no real reason for, for Baker to play there.
2: I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with if you. If anything, with the way he was playing, he was just playing to a detriment to his own future contract. You know, I think that like there's a little bit of a benefit for Baker being out right now. He wasn't playing great. You know, he's, he's for not. him he, for him to be out with an injury, it, it gives him some time to
3: you know
1: recollect. You think the
3: Bur- Browns could sign Taco's quarterback. <laughs> Who's
1: who? Taco? Why do you keep bringing up Taco, man? Oh, gosh. <laughs> It's it, it's it's Wednesday. I it's mean Tuesday. You're a day off. It's I not know. even hour two.
2: It's not even hour it's two. Not two. Not Save taco hour. for hour two, are seventeen minutes please.
1: into the show, and you're already derailing us with taco talk. Yes. Okay. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs> back to this game. Ba-
1: back to this Browns game. Yeah, team. let's get back on track. So with with Baker and his injury, it, this is a rivalry game. You got to know that somebody like T.J. Watt is just itching, oh, itching, goodness, to drive him into the ground and completely destroy his shoulder.
2: Yeah, this okay. is one well of the defenses. That's why we got
3: Jedrick Willis.
1: Uh, is, is that Bruce Willis' brother? When did we sign him? <laughs> uh, it's, it's Wills. Wills, yeah. brother. <laughs> Wills. Yeah, it's Wills, <laughs> not Willis. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jedrick Willis. Uh, <laughs> Jedrick Willis is good, but you know what? TJ Watt is one of the best defensive players in all of football. Uh, yeah, I picked him to be the. What did
3: you say? What? I don't think he'll be able to get past
1: this offensive line. Maybe a sack or two. Uh, mm-hmm. He'll be able to do more than that. Two things. One, turn the mic a little bit around so you can talk into it.
0: Can you hear me? Yeah, I can we, go. we got you now.
1: One. Two, if Baker plays, it's not the offensive line that's the issue. He holds the ball because he can't read the defense. Mm-hmm. He holds the ball, and he's trying to figure out where to throw it, and that has led to so many sacks that he's taken on this year. That they're they're he not, offensive line, it's not the offensive line's fault. They're coverage yeah. sacks. It's his inability to, to make a decision, which is oh. why he's been sacked so much.
3: Yes. If you're listening to this podcast, he'll have a good game. Okay. That's how what? Plays.
1: Uh, Oh, what? You think that me saying that he holds the ball too long uh, An actual fact And he <laughs> <say that, laughs> yes, he'll
3: play a good game And then they'll say how good Baker is And then he'll play another bad game
2: Here's the thing, James is not the first person to have said this This S- has been a, an issue for Baker for uh, quite some time now And it doesn't seem to have been
1: addressed it, it, He holds the ball too long He can't read the defense post-snap He doesn't know where to throw He's throwing nothing but check downs mm. you're, you're, not, you're in a very bad situation yeah, so, it's not the best. And you're playing a, a team like the Steelers, which kills checkdown throws. You're not going to succeed throwing checkdown. No,
0: you're not. And I just got, I'm looking at this tweet from Jake Trotter that was posted at 1.03 p.m. today. Mm-hmm. Kevin Stepanski says quarterback Baker Mayfield will get the starters reps in practice today. Case Keenum, no. the backup reps. That's no. dumb.
2: That's really that's inc- dumb. It's
1: incredibly dumb. I don't know why we're, we're rushing this. I mean, y- you look at you look at Baker. He's in, I, here's here's the thing. He's incredibly desperate right now. That's what this is. Yep. Are, are you familiar with the phrase "Can't tell my courage from my desperation"? Because that's what this <laughs> is right now. Okay. He is putting on this big courageous tough guy act. This is the act of a desperate man. Okay? I agree. This is this is someone who is clinging it, to a is? career in Cleveland who realizes that. My backup went out and did something that I've been doing all season, but he did it without turning the ball over. Mm-hmm. He did it and was able to lead the team to victory. Yep. yep. He, he knows that his career, his future in Cleveland, his possibility of getting that big dollar contract, it's, it's, it, it's really on the line.
2: Yeah, it's really on the line. Okay,
1: despite the fact of this report from, uh, I think it was Dan Graziano yesterday, saying that the Browns are still looking to uh, offer him something in the high 30s. Right. That's nonsense. It, There's no reason to.
2: No, and even if, even if like, they are thinking about playing Baker on Sunday, like, we need Case Keenum to be taking snaps with the first team. Yeah. It would make more sense to – even if they're thinking about playing Baker, it would make more sense to have Case Keenum taking the first team reps. Yeah. In my opinion. Baker's done it. Baker knows the first team. Mm-hmm. Case Keenum doesn't. Right now, it's, you know, it's up in the air who's going to play. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense for it, him to be taking it, first team you're, you're reps right. today.
1: You're right. And it – If anything, Baker should be taking the backup reps because here's the thing is that Baker throws to the backup guys all the time anyways. That's true. He throws to Higgins. He throws to Njoku. He He does. He throws to all the the guys who don't belong on the team. Those are his favorite targets. Have Case Keenum (laughs) throw to the guys that that are supposed to be here. Have Mm. have Case Keenum practice and throw to Beckham. Throw to Landry. Mm -hmm. Throw to Harrison Bryant. Throw to Austin Hooper. Yes. Throw to those guys. Even Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah. Throw to those guys.
3: Speaking of, uh, what did you think of the Odell performance? It was, okay. it was all
2: right. He's banged up, man. He's he's in rough shape, you know? I, I saw, mean, uh, I was
3: at that game, that that Denver game, and I just saw Odell, like, drop so many wide open passes. It,
1: and, and so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Let's because, talk a little
2: bit about these injuries and affecting his there's pass there's catching.
1: There's something that was brought up um, during the game, which I shared with Brian, mm-hmm. that I was saving for this moment. Okay. And it was a tweet from Mike Lombardi. Okay. Former Browns GM, Mike Lombardi. Okay. Former employee of Bill Belichick, Al Davis, Bill Walsh—you know—so blue check mark. <laughs> blue check mark. He's yep. been around the block. He knows yes. what he's talking about. Yes. Okay. The drops aren't a hands issue. Mm-hmm. His legs are gone. Yeah. This is an issue of having nothing left in his legs.
2: Yeah, and, and not only that, but he, he's having these issues with his shoulders too.
1: That's not helping.
2: And that's not helping one bit because I, the the one thing. His hands are. That's the thing that I don't understand is that people are making this argument now that now he doesn't have good hands all of a sudden. Like, what, what makes anyone think that all of a sudden he forgot how to catch a football? Like, this is so obviously because of injury that it, it just makes me angry that people were even. I, I don't Why know. It, I it's mean? just so obvious to me what's going on with him. And it's just that he's not healthy and he can't play to the, the level that he's capable
4: of playing. He right should
0: now. not have been playing in that game on Thursday to begin with.
1: I mean, if it's a legs issue, it's not a shoulder thing, but I think the shoulder did contribute. I found Mm -hmm. the exact tweet from Lombardi. I'll read that and a follow-up tweet here. When guys with great hands start dropping the ball regularly, like Beckham, it means his legs are gone. Beckham isn't near the same player. Then is then, now is now, and I bet if they could dump his salary, they would. Mm -hmm. Someone responded to him, I'm not doubting you, but curious why drops mean the legs are gone. I can't really make logical sense of that myself. He responded, Ozzie Newsom taught me that he was done playing and became a scout. His legs had no juice, and it affected his hands.
0: Mm-hmm. It makes total sense when I Think
1: of think of all the lower bo- body injuries that Beckham has dealt with. He's had multiple... What? He's had, what? One ACL injury uh, two? Two. Now, it, yeah, yeah. He had the messed up ankle against the Browns in preseason a couple years ago, too. He had the... Uh, what was that? A, a lower back injury. He's practically he the with. $6 hey, million have, dollar do man now. In, New, in uh, New York? Where's that? We have... Actually, no, wait.
3: Yeah, he did have a lot of injuries in New York. He had
1: injuries in New York, and he mm-hmm. had, he's had injuries here. He, t- he played all of uh, 2019 with that messed up back injury that he had. That's and right. You remember. You so he got
3: a thousand. He got impressively still got a thousand yards there. That and
1: that's that's impressive. But uh, the thing is, that it seems like all these injuries are catching up to him. And uh, if we're going off of this, which I am not going to doubt anything that, one, Michael Lombardi says, two, something that Ozzie Newsom told him.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah, um, I don't doubt that you know, for you in a second.
1: Fantastic tight end. Even better front office executive. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm not claiming to be an all-world player, but i played a little bit of wide receiver myself, and there's there's nothing harder than catching a football when you're dead tired. And that is this. It's similar to what he's feeling in his legs. Like, it, you see this a lot with wide receivers that are bigger and aren't well-conditioned. They drop a lot of passes. And it's not because they have bad hands. It's because when, when you ha- don't have enough energy to execute the route and to – it's just a mechanical thing, man. When you're tired, it's not as easy to get your hands up and get in position as quickly as you usually do. And it, it – it, for some people, it's conditioning, and in this case with OBJ, it's because of his leg, the injuries to his legs. He's not healthy yet. He's not. His, he's just not himself.
1: And again, the shoulders not healthy.
2: At all. And no, oh, and, no, not at all. Right. And now it's both shoulders. So it's just like everything that could go wrong for this guy is right now. And I, I don't know. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about him. I think all if right. he gets healthy, he's still going to be a great player. He's still the most talented receiver on the roster. Here's
0: the thing, though. You said if. He gets healthy.
1: Who knows if he does? Who knows if he's going to get healthy again this season? Um, I'm at a point where I am the most pessimistic about Beckham's future in Cleveland that I have been. I've been optimistic about him his entire time here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It's not working. Um, Yeah. He doesn't look like the same player that he was. Um, I would like to see him play with a better quarterback. Yeah. For sure, because I think that would help.
2: I, I think if the plan is to move on from Baker, you have to keep OBJ. You do. You have to. It if if the plan is to stick with Baker, then sure, okay, they, they, I get it. They don't have the chemistry, those two guys. It's, it's not working out, we'll put it that way. No. To it, put it kindly, it's not working out between those two guys. But if our plan is to move on from Baker, you have to keep your best receiver and give him a chance to play with a guy who can give him the ball and put the ball in his hands in positions to make plays, flat out. You have to. 100%. He's the best player that Cleveland has on offense flat out.
1: He's the most talented receiver in the history of the franchise. Yeah, it, it's okay. not even
2: close. And and the fact that people attack this guy to throw him yeah. out of town yeah. since he got here. It, it, okay. Since the day he got here and it was all, it was never about OBJ the player and it was always about OBJ the person and mm-hmm. a lot of Cleveland, you know, blue collar, you know, boomer Cleveland guys, they, he rubs them the wrong way. They don't like his youth image that well, it's he has.
1: Let's call it like it is. Let's uh, to borrow a phrase from the one, the only Pat McAfee. It's just old whites. It's that's old it whites. It, yeah. That's
2: exactly what it is. It's a bunch of stooges, and, and <laughs> we shouldn't be listening to these clowns. And I, I, I don't know. It, OBJ is great. He, he just needs to get healthy. Um, is it working out between him and Baker? No, I'll give you that. But I think that this has everything to do with his injuries, nothing to do with OBJ declining as a performer. The, as a player, I don't think he's on the decline. I think he's just—he's just not healthy.
1: He's—he's he's probably plateaued, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with he's you. He's probably on, right. on, on the downslope of his career. I honestly.
2: think his best season is probably behind him, but he can still do a lot of great things in this league if he gets—if he gets back on track. Yeah, but.
1: I'm with you there. But we got to hit a break. Uh, We—we'll be back in a few minutes. We got some basketball talk coming up, so stick around and uh, come listen. <laughs>
7: This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me and United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge at UnitedWay.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. My dad came to live with us last month, and you know, it's going pretty well. I feel like I never have time for myself. With him being around more, it really lets us catch up on things. His memory isn't what it used to be. We get up, and we have coffee. He usually wakes up at 4.30. Then we go for a walk. He needs lots of my attention. I do need to keep an eye on his medications, though. That's important. Sometimes I feel like a pharmacist. I'd say John and the kids are adjusting pretty well. They honestly have no idea what I'm going through. It can be a little challenging. Help. But so far, so good. I could really use just a little help.
5: For those dealing with the daily struggles of caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community with experts and other caregivers for advice, tips, and support. Together. Let's help each other better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
3: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the studio here in the beautiful Valley View, Ohio. Right down the street from Chipotle and in Independence where I met Rodney Hood today. Follow me on Instagram to see that picture at Jarrett underscore Andrews.
0: Yeah, great, great job.
3: Yeah, you know, just got to plug in whenever you can. All right, so... What a game so far. And if you can't tell, sarcasm in my voice.
5: Well, well, here, here's what I'll say, Jared.
2: Uh, what I'll say is, first off... You...
7: Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke.
3: <laughs> Corny, groan-worthy... But also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye,
4: son.
1: <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh. Because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
9: We feel a lot like Rod D. Dangerfield, because Cleveland gets no respect. Oh well, welcome back.
1: To so What's the Catch. Oh, that was gross. Uh, that was just a whole bunch of coffee grounds. <laughs> I <just> <laughs> uh, pardon me for a second. I was going to bring us <laughs> in, but then I saw you choke on your coffee grounds <laughs> and I started laughing. So. <laughs> so, Anyways, So What's the Catch, All Sports Cleveland, you know the deal. We're back. We're um, back. I, how
3: come you were ingesting
1: coffee grounds? I have coffee and coffee grounds got in there. Yeah. I, yeah. It wasn't on purpose. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> okay, hey. hey.
0: Anyway, so we are talking basketball right now, and we will get to the Cavs in a minute, Chirk. We'll let you do whatever Chirk does. Go berserk. <laughs> right. Uh, but that, per- that's a word for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but first, I want to talk a little college basketball. Because the men's 2021-2022 preseason rankings are out. And preseason
1: rankings. Yeah. The, what are we doing, man?
2: Come on. Do you know who we are? You know, James. You know me. You know we're not going to talk. Okay, you want to just go right to the Cavs? Well, well, yeah. Let's, let's talk about
1: some other NBA stuff.
2: Yeah, I, I just think it's too early. The season's too far away. Well, yeah, preseason season, rankings do don't mean anything. Preseason, uh,
1: the college football season start for, what, two weeks?
2: Right, right. Uh, I let's, think talk,
1: let's talk about this another week. H- a how week? do you no. feel about Two the weeks now. Preseason okay.
2: rankings just, it never ends the same as the preseason, well, rankings, I mean, pre-season so rankings. It just doesn't just mean nonsense. much.
1: We're we yeah. talking about basketball. Talking about basketball, welcome. Can we just not talk about basketball? There's a couple things we need to touch on. Church needs to, you know, live his Cavs glory moment. Um,
3: First off, I want to talk about the Bulls and how surprising they are.
1: Oh, would you want to talk about how the Bulls are one of three undefeated teams left? Because it's the Bulls, Warriors, and... The Jazz. Jazz.
2: Yep.
3: Yeah, how are the Bulls on?
2: I don't know. One of those teams doesn't surprise me, and that's the Jazz, but the other two... I mean, the, I, I'm I, not surprised by the Warriors. I'm, yeah, I'm not surprised by Golden so State
0: in the slightest. I'm not
2: shocked, but I wouldn't have pegged them to to be one of the only three undefeated teams left four games. Either. I would
9: have. Uh, uh, I, I the think Bulls. there's
2: three better teams out there than them is all I'm saying.
9: I've never made a uh, uh, secret of the fact that I'm not a big basketball fan, so I don't really know. How long has it even been going on?
3: Uh, it's 4-0, four 4-0, four and 3-0. It's
1: a very so small sample
3: size.
2: Very small sample tell, size.
1: Tell
3: me, do you think the Bulls are going to do anything?
1: I think the Bulls will make the playoffs. I do. Yeah. Will they, will they make They're the finals? Not going to make the finals, but I think they'll because make the playoffs. The Cavs will. Okay. okay so we're, I not the, we're not getting to the Cavs conversation yet. Just put that in the back burner, then give me, like, five minutes, then we can talk Cavs for another five minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm going to give you five full minutes of Cavs.
2: So out of these three teams, the most impressive to me has been the Warriors.
1: You think the most impressive has been the Warriors?
2: Yeah, I just think that Steph Curry's perform that 24-point that first quarter, like, yeah, he, that kid is so back right now and so on fire. Okay. I, I just think with them getting closer to having Clay returning to that lineup, like they seem like they're clicking again, and, and it's just it's so reminiscent of what they looked like a couple years ago, you know, and I, I just I, I don't know. I, I kind of thought that the Warriors run was over. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I wrote them off too soon, and that's my fault.
1: For me, it's just kind of as expected for the Warriors. Just yeah. Uh, you know, Steph Curry's still a really good player. Yeah, and you're play, in the majority
3: Thompson, here. Yeah.
1: yeah. And they're uh, stocking up on draft. The, the most uh, surprising team from this is the Bulls. Right. I, I, I am not the biggest Lonzo Ball fan. I have never made that a secret. Mm-hmm. The um, what was that? DeRozan. DeRozan's fine. Like, he's fine. Yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah, the Bulls he, are most
2: surprising, Patrick but the Warriors Williams. have been most impressive. Bruce okay. That's okay. what I was caring. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right, I'm with you there.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, about, I think. What about the goat himself, Caruso? Sure.
2: Goodness! Can you stop? <laughs>
0: <laughs> can you <laughs> can just? And Alex Caruso <laughs> is a complete waste <laughs> for rosters. What do you got? Man. Can you just stop? Okay. <laughs> I think that with the Warriors, once Clay Tom- once they get Clay Thompson back and once they get James Wiseman back, they could easily make the NBA Finals. Easily. Yeah, it's
1: it's 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 a possibility. I put it in the realm of possibilities. I'm not going to say it's probable. Mm-hmm.
3: I don't Does that think sound? they're going to be able to stop Caruso
0: though. Okay, and we're moving on. Someone mute his mic. A- a- anyways, what do um, you think about Zach Levine with the Bulls? Yeah,
1: Zach Levine's fine. Didn't he get hurt? No, I They signed a contract. Something happened with him.
2: Yeah, I don't. He, he's an impressive dunker, but I he, think he's an overrated player. I don't. I don't <laughs> think that he's a player you want to build a franchise around. In my opinion,
1: he, he's not. You know what he kind of reminds me of? He kind of reminds me of uh, uh, slightly worse Jason Richardson. Oh,
2: oh, that's a great what? comparison. Whoa, 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 sure <laughs> oh, Chir- No, this is good. Why, Turk? Why? You we got can actually get
3: some analysis off, from you and one, not just a word. He he already surpasses Jason Richardson in making an All Star. Okay. okay. Okay.
1: Uh, but I'd rather have Jason Richardson than, than Zach Levine, though. I'd huh? rather have I'd rather have Jay Rich than Zach Levine. Hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Jason Richardson is a better all around player, or was, throughout his entire career. Okay. The skill set between the two is very similar. I would still rather have Jason Richardson. And by the way, Zach Levine has hurt. He has a small ligament tear on his thumb. Mm. He's not shooting head, but he is going to play through it apparently. Mm. So I was right on that. Okay. Yes, you were. Um, I'd rather have Jason Richardson. Zach Levine's fine. He's fun. Yeah. But uh, neither guy was a, a franchise guy you built around.
2: That's my point about Zach Levine. It's just like, it, well, he's okay. He's fine. He's a good player. but got like
3: got rid of Richardson in 07.
1: Jason Richardson bounced around the entire league for his entire career and did nothing but just because do like highlight dumps. the Warriors ducks. gave up on him. Because he's not a franchise guy. He really wasn't. His skill set didn't match what they were trying to do. Right. That's just how it is. True Warriors
3: fans will remember Jason Richardson.
1: Th- they love Jason Richardson. Yeah, we're, we're
2: okay? not arguing that they don't love him.
1: But he's not a franchise Played. Yeah, the
2: he's discussion not. right now is about <laughs> is Zach Levine a guy you could build a franchise around? Which
1: I never it's s- no.
2: Yeah, no. What, I
0: never said Zach Levine What about his points
4: per game?
1: Who cares? Who? Yeah, Colin who, Sexton scores twenty four, but the Cavs are terrible. Now it's Cavs time. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. He
2: scores right. twenty four a game. Why didn't we? You know, this why hasn't a, he gotten that big a, this contract is a yet?
1: Team
3: that I don't know.
2: So you think Sexton deserves a big contract?
3: No, there's a reason. They didn't but he
2: scores that. a lot. To your point. He scores a lot of points.
3: Yeah. Stats, stats do lie. Ooh, okay. Oh, yes. yes. Thank you. We're getting somewhere. Thank you. We, we have, have a breakthrough. breakthrough. i hey. sure to admit
2: that stats
0: yes. lie. Can we, like, throw a party right I'm now? I'm not
2: kidding you. I am so proud of you right now, Turk. I can I, come over there and kiss you on the mouth. I
0: <laughs> I feel like
3: a proud father right now. I do, right too, now. man.
2: I, I'm so happy to hear that come out of your lips because that's what we've
9: been trying to say to you for so long.
3: But Taco Falstead.
9: I was just thinking about that, like we're talking about all these people I don't even know.
1: He doesn't get that. Well, you know who ta- I falling. know who Taco Fall is. Wait, hey, I can tell you a stat line for the season. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Zero points, zero <laughs> rebounds, zero assists, zero minutes played. Yeah.
9: Okay. I was gonna ask Chirk, uh, what's your what's your over under on how long it's gonna take uh, Old Taco Fall to become a? uh what's the made, he, Wait.
2: Hold on. Didn't he get in in garbage time in the like the first game? I, don't I think, he's I think, all think all he this I season. think he got in because <laughs> I, I remember him falling over a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, I, was, I, I that was that was either the last preseason game or it might have been preseason, but I remember him being out there in a Cavs uniform, oh, he and I was I'm,
1: out there for two minutes. I'm there we sorry, go. Two it, minutes. He was. What at, do you do? What do you do? He,
2: he fell took, over he, multiple times <laughs> in two minutes. <laughs> he he, took he, one he shot, could not shot. He <laughs> He could Wait, not run what? up and down the court Wait, without falling game, over his what own game was feet. this?
1: It's had to been the opener.
2: Yeah, I, I think it was I the opener. I watched that opener yeah.
0: against Memphis.
1: Yeah. I did not. This up.
2: makes sense because you probably would have turned it off. You know, it was over. I and it was over. For like, whatever reason, I tuned in late just to kind of peep at like, it. I was and, like, and, I'm done. I'm and, done.
1: I'm, I'm going to go to sleep right through the recap And I,
2: Chirk is the reason that I that I stuck around to watch the end because this guy Taco got out there and I was like, this is going to be really interesting. And then just. Immediately he falls down at midcourt, running up the court his first time on. <laughs> and then he he touches the ball once, uh, goes to the ground, loses the ball. Gets the ball and I believe they tra- like got tied up and called him for like a travel or something for like a jump ball or I, a, I don't watched know. It was just that ugly.
0: Season opener against Memphis. I don't remember Taco Fall playing.
2: Really. Yeah, he was in. It might not have been that game. It, it might have been the, the second game. game. Two, it he was he, one of the yeah. two games we lost because that's the only reason they put him out there. It was garbage time. And because they were down by like thirty. And it was so bad. It was so bad. Okay. That's all I remember. <laughs> say
1: something nice about the Cavs. I'm gonna say something nice about the Cavs.
3: Larry marketing with the posterizer.
1: Uh, that's not it. What's uh, the nice <laughs> thing about the Cavs? Jared Allen made some NBA history the other night. Oh, that's why we should have paid him, right?
0: No. no. Hold on. Let's get <laughs> he is Let's the get there. He's the first
1: player in NBA history to average at least 15 points per game on 80% shooting from the field through the first 4 games of the season. All right. I know very small sample size very much, you know, being this specific criteria, but still mm-hmm. kind of impressive.
2: Yeah. It is impressive but and so for does he a guy like the Jer-
1: contract that he got
4: no, because here's
1: the thing. Is that while he's averaging 80% shooting from the field, they're all the shots within like three feet of the rim. Yeah, you,
2: when you look at his, what do they call that, the shot? When shot they, chart? The shot chart, yeah. yeah. When you look at the shot chart, it's all right by the basket. Like, it's Why you do not like
1: Shaq average like 80% shooting? Right, right. So There's just nothing but dunks and layups.
2: But to his credit, that's what he needs to be.
1: Exactly. That's
2: all he's built to be. That's all he's capable of being. Mm-hmm. So, good on him. Yeah, you know, I'm ahead. with you. He's off to a good start. He made NBA history. Is he, I, I'm not as crazy excited contract? about him as a, in terms of his contract. I think I'm he's probably going to end up being over, way overpaid, but so, um, all right.
3: Are, are the Cavs, like, in
0: debt? The, the Cavs do that, anymore? though. We gave
2: Tristan Thompson a so max the Cal- contract. Cal- Cal-
0: I personally thought he deserved that contract. I don't know. But, well, Jerk, I want to get on you about Lowry marketing. He should not be in the freaking starting lineup.
1: What? Counterpoint no. Tower City.
2: Tower City is a good name. No. thank you. It's a great thank nickname. You. No, this
0: is the team. we've I got. don't this care. I, no, jerk. No, I don't this is care. Tower City. Who
2: cares? Here's what's not sustainable. Let's get back to a real conversation. <laughs> yes. Here. Three seven footers in a starting lineup. That's not it's, not <laughs> it's not sustainable. It's not. I mean, can't do it. these right. are the guys that get hurt the most, too. You know, it's like you, you can't play those guys 40 plus
0: minutes. <laughs> you just can't. That's my point. Why so are we making shoot threes? Can he? He's oh Will you stop? <laughs>
3: he has the ability.
0: <laughs> Will
9: you stop? My new, my new favorite thing on this show is just watching how worked up Josh gets because of Chirk. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's what I'll tell you.
1: I, I sent you this in the, in the, the group chat yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lowry Markinen for the majority of his career, has been an average or below-average three-point shooter. Okay. Correct. It's not a starting lineup guy. Okay. That's a guy you bring up off the bench.
2: Here's what I think Turk is confusing is because he's a big guy and he can make the outside shot you're you're just saying that he's gonna make the outside <laughs> shot every time but that's not the case okay I like, I
3: mean, he makes the outside shot
2: he may shoot a little above average for a guy his size but that's it he he's not he's this uh, so, so far, right so. he's not gonna be a, a top wow, 10 three point shooter
1: i sent you this yesterday did you forget I mean, you
0: again.
2: Does everybody agree well, that the three-point ball shots. is... He's not
3: afraid. Let's see the end of the season. Okay. Can you win
2: a championship without making the three? Just real quick. No. 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 Thank you. So, with three seven-footers in your starting lineup,
0: you're not going to win a championship, jerk. And, and I hate to tell you. I, I know you said championship. Here's, you the, here's the other thing. We talked about this on our spinoff show that we're working on. The Sports Generals. Yep. Shout out. The Sports Generals. Stay tuned sh- for more on that. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> what the it. <laughs> 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 but anyway, we've seen that the trend in the NBA is to go positionless and small ball. Putting three seven-footers in your starting lineup is not
1: that? Mm-hmm. That's a fair point. But with that, we gotta head to a break, and we come back. We're talking about the World Series next, so stick, stick around, around for
4: that.
5: Hey, guys, bow season's right around the corner, so get out to PJ's Custom Archery and Lapidary Shop. PJ's make custom bows to fit anyone. They also make takedown survival bows and flint knives as well. Ladies, PJ has custom-made jewelry. You'll find unique, one-of-a-kind bracelets, pendants, earrings, and much more. PJ is a real craftsman with an artistic lair. PJ only uses materials found or made in the USA. So hurry out to PJ's Custom Archery and Lapidary Shop, located at 112 Leonard Street in South Amherst, or call 440-986-0490.
8: We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how, and we tell them, with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids need to know the dangers and how to avoid them. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids, because when you talk, they hear you. Hello, and welcome to today's lottery drawing. Good luck. And here's today's winning numbers. First one up, it's not yours. Second one, not yours. And another number that's not yours. Okay, this is
7: one number that's yours. It's a five, but you don't get any money for that.
8: And the final number is not yours.
7: Yep, so chances are you're not going to hit the lottery anytime soon. Don't get us wrong. The lottery can be fun every now and then. Just please don't rely on it for your future savings. How about this? Brew your own coffee at home instead of buying that latte every day. Brown bag it to work instead of ordering in. Ride your bike instead of buying all that gas. These changes alone can save you thousands a year. Thousands. Small changes today, big bucks tomorrow. Feed that piggy bank. Go to feedthepig.org for more free ideas on how to save.
2: Feedthepig.org.
7: This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. You've never experienced
1: anything like this before. From insight, comedy, to whatever Chirk Berserk is doing, this is So What's the Catch on All Sports Cleveland.
9: You know that becomes less clear each week
4: <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> church's doing yeah oh. it does
0: seem like the only thing church seems to do is rile all us up all of us up especially me
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, good at that why do you unless it's so
1: vague i left it
4: vague when, so when it, it, rile, anything is possible it, <laughs> when i
3: riled you up was there anything that falled on you Maybe a taco? <laughs> oh, <laughs>
4: oh, goodness. Um,
1: okay, and we're moving past taco fall. Okay, uh, a wonderful baseball game happened last night. The World Series. Hey, we're okay. there. The fall <laughs> yeah.
2: classic is here. Ball I
1: classic know. is here, and uh, Atlanta Braves. Mm. Big game for them. They come away as the victorious in the first game in the World Series. We also had some major league baseball history last night as well. So we're mm. talking more history.
0: I love it. Yeah. Jorge
1: Soler hits the first ever leadoff home run at the top of the first in Game 1 of World Series history. is also the first player ever to home his first at-bat in the World Series as well.
2: Very impressive. So, Shout-out, Jorge Soler.
1: Yeah. But I think I, I picked the
0: Braves in this World Series. I just think they've had the tougher road to get there and to get to this point, I should say. And when you go through a meat grinder like the Brewers and the Dodgers... You're more prepared for the World Series. I
1: mean, they handled those teams pretty, pretty easily. Yeah. It, it wasn't like they were struggling at all. I mean, you, you look at where the Braves have been since the trade deadline. They've been the best team in baseball. Yeah. You know. Uh, as Without rid- their best player. Without their best players, ridiculous as it sounds, Ronald Acuna getting hurt was the best thing for this Braves team. Yeah. And they went out and they, they had acquired had to four outfielders. Plug and play.
2: That is such a good point, James. Yeah, that really was the most fortunate thing that could have happened to this franchise. They want their number one guy back, don't get me wrong, but it did. It, it caused them to get creative, and they put together an outfield now that's just raking. I mean, so.
1: Jorge Soler, Adam Duvall, Eddie Rosario, Jock Peterson. Tober. Those are all just dudes who hit dingers. So,
0: I just felt like the Braves had the tougher road. I'm not, I should have extended. I, I don't think they did. You think the Astros had the tougher road? Absolutely. I do. Are you talking about because of the whole scandal that is hanging over them or
1: There's no scandal hanging over them. Let's 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 kill this narrative right now because I hate this narrative. How <laughs> many guys on that roster position players from the 2017 Astros are currently on this team? 3? Three? 3. 5. 5. Okay. 5. Jose Altuve, Yuli Gurriel, Alex Bredman, Carlos Correa. Correa, Marwin Gonzalez because mm. they just added him to the World Series roster.
9: Oh, so five okay. out of 28.
1: So five.
9: I don't think it's the, the players that are the problem, though. Like, when you think about an organization cheating, to me, in my opinion, I think about, like, the, the head offices or the front mm-hmm. offices yeah. or the coaches. It's not necessarily the players that I'm thinking about.
1: So it's it's, it's five guys left from position players from that team, you know, because the catcher's gone. All three outfielders are different. Michael Brantley wasn't there. They have uh, some rookie, I don't remember his name right now, in center.
0: Uh, Chad McCormick. Thank That's you.
1: That's it. I knew it was something.
0: McCormick. Yep. All right, Kenny. McCord. But, but it's just
4: it, it,
1: <laughs> it, it doesn't carry over. You know what I mean? It's it's gone now. It's four years ago. It's, right. It's four years ago. Uh, People are still. Manager's tr- gone. The the players are gone. It, it's it's just it's literally on um, life support, and we're about to pull the plug in five games when the Braves win.
4: I I
0: still hope the Braves win. Yeah, I want
2: the Braves. I hope the Braves win, but I I like being right more. I I did pick (laughs) the Astros to win, so I'm I'm, I'm still sticking with the Astros for now. The Charlie Morton injury was not very good. (laughs) That's not the best. Uh, and I think that it puts a lot of pressure on Atlanta to win these these first couple games, you know, because they don't want to go, I don't think they want to go seven or eight, or six or seven games, I'm sorry, because, you know, they don't get to start Morton that second time, and that was mm-hmm. what they were counting on. They were counting on starting Charlie Morton twice. And they don't have that now, so the pressure is a little bit on them to to maybe win this thing in five or six.
1: Yeah, yeah and to and to speak on the injury for uh, Charlie Martin, he did fracture uh, a fibula in his right leg. Mm. He managed to throw sixteen pitches on that broken leg and retired Jeez, all three batters Louise. along the way before exiting the game. Uh, but he's obviously out for the rest of the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a little bit later in his career, so I don't know where it goes from there, from here on.
0: He's re-signed for another year with the Braves. Is he?
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, best. Best. Uh, best wishes to Ground Chuck. Hopefully, he gets better and able to go next year. Yeah. One hundred percent. Ground Chuck. That's his nickname. I actually did not That's know that. That's a sweet nickname. Because he induces ground balls. Ground Chuck.
2: So James, you have uh, Braves in six, you said? I have Braves in six. I'm gonna say Stro's in six. Still, I'm sticking with it.
0: Braves in Braves in five, Braves not in the center. Braves, just because they beat the Cleveland.
9: What?
2: They did beat the Cleveland. They beat the Cleveland.
9: <laughs> well, if you're going by that logic, though, I feel like Houston's the one that's that's been more of an issue it for did, us. They
2: knocked us out. We could they have been in that World Series. Yep, that yep. could have been us. They beat the Cleveland.
3: They beat the they Cleveland. Beat.
9: Yes, they, they beat. beat the
2: Cleveland.
0: <laughs> they didn't beat the Cleveland oh, Indians. They just beat the Cleveland. Yeah. But let's talk about the Indians, or should I say Guardians? I don't know. They're caught up in a
1: bit of a uh, lawsuit.
9: Because they... they there's such a thing as due diligence, right? <laughs> they, they, they didn't do it. Okay? They didn't do it, yep. They didn't
1: do it. The, the the Guardians, Indians, whatever, the Guardians, uh, they're being sued by the roller derby team, Cleveland Guardians, mm-hmm. because they were trying to work something out financial-wise, and uh, the Guardians basically gave them pennies, or were offering them pennies. They said, no, we want more money, and the Guardians didn't get back. So now, they're going to go to court. And that's just, like, the tip of the iceberg in this entire situation. Mm-hmm. Okay.
9: They they said specifically in this lawsuit. I was reading about this earlier, and this is like the point to me. How is it that this you know million dollar bill, whatever it is, organization yeah. um, can't do a Google search? Yeah, on Cleveland Guardians. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm surprised. This already seemed problematic to me because of the Marvel stuff. You know, it yeah. was like I, they were obviously playing off of Marvel, and and I don't know how much Marvel would be crazy about that. To be honest, it, it's there's like. It was already a bad name for multiple reasons, in my opinion, and, and yeah, to not know that there's a Cleveland roller derby team called the Cleveland Guardians is just embarrassing. It,
9: like, literally, Google search. If, right. you, if you typed in Google Cleveland Guardians, it'd be the first thing that came up.
2: Right, if it was it, it, the it Ottawa Guardians, you know, or if it was the Vancouver Guardians, then sure, but like, it's in Cleveland, you should know that they, Like, they share a city with you, you can't Copy. I gotta be name. honest
9: though, I really like, and this is just like the ironic side of me, I really like that they're like doubling down on it and just acting like, oh, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they they,
1: they, they like, don't care. And like the, the thing that, they were like really shady about the whole process, about the whole trademarking, because they were filing trademarks in different countries, which yep. had different sets of requirements. Right. And it's it was just very. Yeah, there is
9: no like backtracking. For a team. There's no, maybe we should name it something else. They are going with the Guardians.
2: It's so funny too, because like. I mean,
1: are they? I feel like they are the, the way I they're. I think it's up, the it, it's, it's up in the air. It's up. It's very much up in the air because they're going to be going to court. Yeah, yeah. they're going to have to go to court. So How about they that. call them the Cleveland. Is, is, it, it, <laughs> the Cleveland. Um, I guess what the, I'm saying is, it, I, I see. What you're okay. Is there a,
2: any way that they stick with the Indians for another year because of this?
0: No, no.
1: I, I don't think they can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they do. No, right. I, I, they, I. I feel like
9: no matter what they do, it's a bad situation. Honestly, but, yeah, it's a lose-lose situation.
1: I've got two other things that I need to bring up. One. We remember when they agreed to the lease extension. It mm-hmm. still has to be approved by city and county council. Yeah, they're okay. having oh, some we're issues. I'm going there. back to this. I'm because it's a valid point. Yeah, they're, they're, they're having are, real issues. They're having really real big issues from a city and countywide uh, perspective to allocating $430 million to improvements of a stadium right. when a new one can be built for a billion when Cleveland has one of the highest poverty rates in the country. Right. Okay. So they're coming from that perspective, Mm -hmm. okay? The reception for this proposal, calling it lukewarm is generous, because it's it's not very much lukewarm. Right. So there's that. There's also another bit of information that we need to realize. There is a very likely possibility there's a lockout in baseball next
9: year. Ooh, juicy. I
1: agree with you on that one
0: 100%.
1: Think about this. I have a conspiracy theory. Oh, let's get there. Yes. Get there. They're being sued by the Guardians Roller Derby team. There's the possibility their extension does not get approved for the lease at Progressive Field. There's a lockout in 2022. And they move the team? There we go.
9: I, oh. I I have no no. I, I don't think this did there. you ever no think dots. it would happen with no the no Browns? Well, but the thing was like we were saying the same thing earlier in the year,
1: but they still have to approve the proposal.
9: I just I'm not going to get worried about it and worked up about I, it again. I'm, th-
1: I'm not going to get worried about. It. I'm just I'm because I was worried is, about it. I'm like this exists. This is a possibility. Yeah, I'm worried about it's a possibility. it. Yeah, I'm not I'm really gonna. I guess I,
9: it. it's always a possibility. Yeah. Everything's that's where that's where I'm coming from.
2: I wish I could not worry about it because it does really concern me. I'm just
9: not gonna. I, I was really worried about it at the start of the year, with before they had signed the lease, and before mm-hmm. they had made the name change. Yeah, I, I see where you're saying that it's yeah. still a possibility, but I don't want to spend any more time worrying about
1: that. Like, But dang, yeah, you make a point. Mm. Yeah. Because they, they, think about this. Even if they are able to go with the name change, okay, if that lease extension doesn't get approved, you're going to have a year... Possibly with no baseball, where they get no revenue for a team that just rebranded everything.
2: Yeah, That not, is a not, total not financial <laughs> a disaster.
1: drain on the franchise. hundred
2: yeah. percent. Can't argue. This couldn't be worse timing this, this for franchise This is the, the absolute the worst franchise. timing
1: for all of this. You're right. And so, got just it exists. They should, they should have but saw this coming. They should have saw this
2: coming before going through with this name change too. They should have saw the financial situation in MLB down the pipe. It, the, like it's not like this just popped up today. Like we've known for a while there may be a lockout in baseball.
9: Unless the person who was in charge of making that decision was the same person who was in charge of looking <laughs> up Cleveland Guardians on Google, yeah, then uh, I feel like they do know. You know, they 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 had to have had some kind of idea, and okay. some kind of plan, and I just hope
1: that there's people in there
9: that are making rational decisions. Uh, I hope.
2: Yeah, I hope you're right. Keyword
1: hope. I mean, but again, it's it's all good. The, from from what I've heard, from what I've read, the two sides of the Major League Baseball and the Players Association. Completely opposite sides of the of, you know the battleground when it comes to uh, discussing collective bargaining agreements. They're not even anywhere close. And because the, the it, it, it comes down to whether or not there's be universal the DH. It's going to come down to uh, getting minor league players paid uh, an actual amount, not just giving them housing. That was just like, hey, look at what we're doing, but we're still not paying them. Right. Um, service time manipulation deals with uh, how contracts are structured salary floors possibly mm-hmm. so you don't have teams just shed salary like the Indians or teams live in perpetual salary uh, basements like the Pirates of the Rays mm. so there's a lot of things that's, that's going to be on the battleground for this <laughs> collective bargaining agreement it's going to get ugly
9: I just, I, I, I do agree with you there I wonder though why they would have done all this just to in the end sell it
1: save face Safe face. So yeah, yeah, safe face. Yeah. I'll leave you with that. And but we gotta head back, to the commercial. We gotta, we come back, it's hour two. Remember, hour two is when things get weird.
2: Let's
3: get weird. Even though it was the first 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: things got weird in the first 17 minutes. This is a guided
5: meditation on parenting. Take this time to breathe deeply and close your eyes. Right now, you're completely in control. Unlike the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you tried removing those raccoons from the basement. Concentrate on the soothing sound of my voice. Release the memory of when you wrestled with that beehive in your son's treehouse. Let go of the time you thought that skunk was a cat. Or when you pulled into the garage with your son's bike on top of the car. Deep breaths... Deep breaths. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council. Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that. And fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, and do whatever it takes to help them make it through.
9: Do your part by going to boostup.org and giving a student the boost that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council.
5: Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics... I learned that I'm a loser.
7: Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in the gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trash.
5: Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people
4: sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In biology, I learned that I'm
5: fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want
8: to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council.
1: Hour two on So What's the Catch is when things get weird. Here on All Sports Cleaning. All right, we're back. It's hour two. Things get weird. So what's the catch? All sports, Cleveland. Cavs championship. All, all right. right. already, uh, we're, we're getting weird. Mm, that's great. Ten seconds
0: in. <laughs> that didn't even take a minute or 30 seconds. All
1: right, all right so we got some uh, some more uh, NFL talk, right?
0: Yeah. So after what we saw in week two,
9: or wow, it <laughs> is that definitely definitely week, week, week two.
0: That's
2: okay. I meant we, we all was, make mistakes
9: Yeah, I wasn't here at the beginning of this show So you, just like a quick summary What did we see? <laughs> because obviously we won But man, that was uh, it was just interesting all the way around Yeah,
2: is that your one word? Interesting?
9: Um, unexpected Unexpected, okay, okay. All right. That's a good one uh, I mean, because we said like If they win this game It's going to be because Odell Beckham has an the, the amazing game, right? Yeah. And mm. he didn't And they right. won So it was, just, it was confusing to me how it played out
2: Yeah Alright,
9: that's, that's fair, fair. Like, um,
1: it, it was fine. air Johnson was awesome. Yeah, he managed I, the game fine, and that was
9: unexpected. Yeah, Dearness Johnson having the game he did too. Um, but I, I guess what I'm asking is, do you see this being like something that is
1: sustainable? No, that type of performance, no, because that's mostly what we've seen out of Baker for this season and a large portion of last season. But I,
2: I will say this though, a performance like that travels well. It does. It's, it, it's a, if there's a bad weather, uh, you know that that air attack doesn't travel as well when there's. Uh, you know, uh, outside circumstances like uh, a running back getting the ball twenty-five times and running for a hundred and forty yards, like he did. You know, that's that's a plan that's sustainable, in my opinion. It is.
9: It I, is, uh, for the most part, yeah. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> I <laughs> forgot <laughs> where I was going.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, Josh, what do you got? You have some crazy take that I don't agree with. <laughs> what? Oh,
9: the
0: one about the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: Devonte Adams tested positive for COVID. Yeah. So he's not going to play in the game on Thursday.
1: Sounds like bad news for the Packers. Terrible <laughs>
2: news for <laughs> the Packers. So.
0: You would think so, right? That's not what Josh would say. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs>
0: so the Cardinals are trying to prove that they're a legit 7-0. Because I think there's some naysayers around the around the league that say, no, I don't think they're a legit 7-0. So they're trying to... I think that if they were playing a full-strength Packers squad with Devontae, with Aaron Rodgers that they would prove that they are
9: legit. The so problem with this is that you're making the assumption that players are, like, really keyed in on stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm not sure that they are. They don't. Because um, if they were, like, it'd be 24-7 misery. Like, because no matter what you do, there's going to be
1: people unhappy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm, I'm pulling up the, the Cardinals schedule so far. Okay. They clown Tennessee in week one, 38 to thirteen. Yeah, but
2: okay. what what more do they have to prove? Uh, they, like they, seven games into the year is almost halfway through the year. Like it they've proved it
0: already.
1: They they beat them in Tennessee, by the way. The Titans by weren't, points. the
0: Titans weren't what they are now though. No.
1: Are they? I think they were the same team then than they are now. They yeah. get behind, they're screwed. That's what the Titans are. Yeah. So and you look they beat Los Angeles thirty seven to twenty three in Los Angeles. Mm. What was that? They beat the Browns very, <laughs> very handily, thirty-seven to fourteen, and they destroyed the Texans, which is something they're supposed to do if you're a good team, thirty-one mm-hmm. to five.
2: Right, exactly okay? like they should have.
1: Uh, they have nothing to prove. They're doing yeah, what they need to do. They're a good team.
9: If I'm I being feel.
0: honest, I'm just trying to play devils advocate I mean, right fine. now.
9: And it's not like the—that's the only good player on the Packers either.
1: Right. I mean. It's obviously not going to help the Packers. No, it's not like, helping. You know, Alan Lazard's also not going to play, so that's going to be an issue too. Yeah,
9: I'm kind of I'm am interested in that game. I'm going to watch that.
1: Aaron Rodgers still Aaron Rodgers, so he's going to be able to do things. But when you're without Derek Fonte, it's going to hurt.
9: I love yep. me some Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are my second team, and and I'm I'm just not sure on it either way. I feel like the Cardinals have a good chance of winning.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there was some history made over the weekend. More history, by the way. History. Yay. History. Shout out. History. Tom Brady's 600th career touchdown pass. The to GOAT. The first ever to do it. Okay. First and so last. Maybe it's avocado ice cream, right? What? I mean, maybe. Maybe it's the avocado ice cream.
2: I'll say that. First and last. Nobody ever gets 600 again.
1: I agree. I agree. I don't see anyone coming anywhere close. This
2: might be the new record in it. sports that's untouchable. Like, you know how we've had those untouchable
9: records yeah, in baseball? Yeah,
1: so like uh, Cal Ripken. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Hit for... Uh, wait,
9: wait. I'm sorry. Let me put this in perspective. It's 600 touchdown. You said right. 600 touchdown Yeah. What What's the next closest? Do we know? Uh, I'll pull Find up that up two quick. Because that's I I don't I can't really figure 598. out. Five like, ninety eight. Because if that's the case, then uh,
2: he just took over first place with 600. He has five ninety eight. No, no, no. Okay, I'm, I'm
9: asking the wrong question. What I'm trying to ask is what current player. Is closest. Oh, okay.
1: Aaron Rodgers with 427. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I was getting. Okay, the second place is 571, by the way. Mm. All right. Yeah. So, because I'm trying to figure out, so Aaron Rodgers, he's
9: obviously not going to make up that. That's that's a gap he's not going to make up in the rest of his career. No way. So I'd have to look like, okay, Patrick Mahomes, where is he at? And uh, so on and so forth. But just from that, yeah, that sounds like an unbreakable record. Yeah. It's
1: everything, everyone, everyone that's... Not even close, really. Yeah. No. I mean, Stafford's 12 years in. He's 300 behind. Here's the okay. thing. Tom
2: Brady's an alien. He's going to make plenty more before he you retires, think, uh, too.
1: Eno could make it?
0: No. No. Not even close. If he
2: never played another down, I think this record would stand the test of time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Holmes has 132, by the way. So he's got about 470 to go. Just the tie were... Tom
2: Brady is currently. Right, and he's having some struggles down there in Kansas City yeah. right now. So, so let, let's talk about
1: that. Is it time to panic
2: for the Chiefs? Yep. Yeah, do, it do might you, be. Do, do you think so? 100%. I would say 100%. Uh, I'm I'm more with you, Josh, than I am with James here, though. I, I think it's getting deep enough into the season where it's time to start worrying about these performances. Do I think that they're that far removed from the team that made the Super Bowl last year? No. So that's the good news. So, but, but when do you start worrying, if not now? I mean, like, it's getting into the meat of the season. We're almost halfway through the year. Like, it's time to start worrying about getting things back on track.
1: Can, can I throw some stuff at you? Sure. If, go ahead. Do you know who they've lost to? The Titans. They've lost to the Ravens. They've lost to the Chargers. They've lost to the Bills. They've lost to the Titans. Those are all playoff teams. It's yeah. not like they're dropping games to us or the Washington football team or the Eagles, okay, they're losing to legitimate playoff teams. Right, but they're also
2: looking
4: really bad. They're looking bad bad along the way. I'm
1: just just saying. This this is true. So they played the Giants this week. Packers is going to be tough. Vegas is going to be tough. So is Dallas. But Broncos, Raiders, Chargers again, Steelers, Bengals, Broncos. It's not impossible, but... There's some possible winnable games on the schedule for them I sure. have to write the ship.
2: Yeah, they definitely have plenty of time to write the ship. I just if they'll don't... make
9: the playoffs, they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. I think that they're... would be my prediction. I don't <laughs> even know if they're going to make it to the playoffs. I think they'll get
0: in there in a while. I don't period. know. With how good the Chargers and Raiders are, and then you've got all four teams in the AFC North at least somewhat looking legit. We'll see. Mm. Two, two of them are. Them two are. two well, of them are. I'm <laughs> iffy about the other two, but... To a certain extent, they all look at legit. To a certain extent, sure. And then in the AFC East, you have the Bills and nobody else. And yeah, yeah, the Patriots. Seven
1: teams get in. So yeah. let's just say, let's say Bengals, Ravens, Chargers, Raiders, Bills. I got two more spots left. Hmm.
9: Yeah, he, they're they're going to the yeah. yeah. get in. Yeah, they're going to get in. I'm
1: not sure. But I'm just not sure they're the same team that wins it. They're not the same team. They're not a team that probably gets the Super Bowl. They'll probably get it.
2: This is just further proof, though, why the NFL is the hardest league in the world to play in and quarterback is the hardest position in the world to play because it when you're the longer you're in the NFL the more tape that people have on you and the more that they start to figure you out and i'm not saying that they've figured out pat mahomes necessarily i think they but have but they definitely adjusted okay, they've I'm definitely shoot that down right well now. this isn't yeah. like his
9: this isn't his sophomore season is it
4: no no, no he's been, he's in the been league,
1: a, this is what year four or five yeah, so i right. they haven't figured him out but here's what i'll tell you that they have a three year stretch of bad drafts okay and when you have a three year stretch of drafts that you don't get anyone like worth a crap from it's going to hurt Especially when you're paying off big contracts to guys like Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Okay? Mm. That's gonna hurt. And then you look at their offensive line, we thought that they fixed it this past year. It's worse than it was last year and they are playing with guys like Cam Irving, okay? Yeah.
2: I mean he's leading the league in interceptions. He's played pretty he's, poorly.
1: He's playing interruption, though. Yeah, that, he's making bad true. decisions. I'm just It's it's not as simple as they figured
2: him out. It's like. I I didn't say it's that simple, but I'm I'm saying, like, when you see things like this happen, it's just this happens all the time in the NFL. You get guys that come in and they're hot. Look at uh, Kaepernick, man. Like, Kaepernick had a couple really good years. He he won, you know, made that uh, NFC championship game, made it to the Super Bowl. Like, and he looked really, really, really good. I'll say that. He did. He did. You're right. They started to figure him out. I mean, that's what happened.
1: I different th- type of circumstance, different type of offense. It was a Greg Roman offense, which is what they run in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. So, uh, look I that. think
2: there's something there. I'm not saying if, that's all there, that it is. I'm saying that there's something there. If
1: you're going to beat the Chiefs, it's holding uh, Tyreek Hill, like, under 15 yards per catch. That's right? like, what that's, teams that's are... That's how you have to beat them. Mm-hmm. And that's how what teams have done. I think right.
0: the Buccaneers exposed the Chiefs, and te- teams are starting to play that same style of defense. Obviously, oh, defense... Other teams can't copy what the Buccaneers have with Levante David, Shaq Barrett, JPP. I get that. But the defensive scheme that the Buccaneers played, other teams are starting to copy, and it's forcing the Chiefs to be what they don't want to be, which is be patient, take the short play. They want to just go, bang, 90-yard touchdown pass. Okay, maybe that's I mean, a little extreme, but you know what I'm trying to say.
1: I'm not writing them off because they still got Patrick Mahomes. He's a top three quarterback in the league, okay? And they still got Andy Reid, who's one of the best coaches ever to do it, and one of the best in the league currently. Mm-hmm. So How's Mahomes and, been playing over the past couple games?
9: Like, not, has he still been well? Or he yeah. leads
2: the league in interceptions right now.
0: I just, the entire NFL. I just think like he's doing. He Patrick Mahomes is trying. to – too much to be Superman right now.
2: Yep, that's exactly what I see.
9: Kind of sounds like Baker Baker, uh, Baker syndrome. I see that too. I swear he thinks Josh. he has to win the game. I'm, yeah.
2: with, I'm with you on this segment, Josh. That's
0: why. That's why. There's something
2: there. There's something to be worried about. I, I still think he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. I still oh, yeah. think he's going to be great, but there's something there.
0: That's why for this season I am writing the Chiefs off. I just think their defense is putrid right well, now. Well, the
1: defense is terrible which is why this is all existing in the first place. They're mm. having to consistently attack yeah. before they're able to protect. Okay? Right. And so attack versus protect is an entirely different type of offensive scheme, offensive game plan which is why we're here now. You, you, I'm looking at Mahomes' numbers right now. He has a career high in completion percentage. Did you feel know that? Right now, this season, 67.5 is the best he's ever had. It's because okay? he has
0: to. I mean but I think we com-
2: always have to. <laughs> he's completing more, <laughs> passes more so, now. but that's a stat that also lies.
1: It also is a stat that lies. Okay. But I'm just saying it's not like he's out there throwing fifty-eight percent and has you know, a three uh you know, a two to one interception to touchdown ratio. It's the opposite, it's two to one. Yeah, the interceptions suck, but sometimes it's gonna happen when you have to be aggressive on offense and that's what they have to do right
2: well, now. What's Baker's completion percentage right now, just interested.
1: Oh, it's probably about the same. Yep. So that, that, that number lies, but it's a different style of quarterback Well, than that
0: we, number. We got to get going to a commercial break, but when we come back, we are talking Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan, Michigan State.
8: Oh. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew Francis play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Poof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Question,
6: what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the Drug Facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the Drug Facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov drug Drug Facts Label, a message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. With dating sites
5: selling you dreams of meeting your soulmate and charging you monthly.
6: As an 18-year-old,
5: I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and
6: I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma.
5: When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter, she's been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity and I'm just thankful for it.
6: No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.
9: Hey, yo, this is Kramer, the big man with the big mind, the big opinions, and the even bigger mouth. And you're tuning back in with So What's the Catch on All Sports Cleveland. Oh, That's a really
4: okay. good one.
2: Alright,
0: now we're back. Okay, now we're back. Yeah, we're now back.
2: our mics are That's on. It's one
3: hell of a bumper. It is one. It's a good
0: one. It's it is a very strong bumper. I like it. Yeah,
9: she did a good job with that, Chirk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's up? <laughs> I like it.
1: Good job, Chirk. Anyways. Uh, college football time, game of the week, obvious. It's an East Lansing, or should I call it Beast Lansing? Oh. 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 Beast Lansing, Beast baby. Beast Michigan,
2: Michigan That's State. Least, Least Lansing.
4: Ooh. <laughs> I like
9: the, the meme I saw Brian post up the other day, maybe today, but it said, uh, what's the similarity between Michigan and Michigan State? Uh, they all applied to Michigan. That's a, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's a very, very common joke up there in uh, the Yeah, yeah. And, and it really gets under their skin. They don't like to be perceived the as The funny a, thing is,
9: you could say that to Ohio University people down there, and they'd be like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> and? <laughs> yeah, and? Yeah, and? It's obviously a different scene up there.
1: But, oh, yeah. Obviously, Game of the Week, top ten matchup between the two teams.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's the first time since the 1960s that these two teams have been in the top ten. Facing off against each other, which is kind of incredible to think about. And what are Um, the actual
9: rankings? Michigan is six and eight. Six Six and eight, eight. yeah,
2: six and eight. Um, So yeah, I mean, this is just it's it's an incredible matchup. This rivalry is always important to both schools, uh, but it's extra special this year because both teams are undefeated, and neither team was expected to be (laughs) anywhere close (laughs) to as good as they are now. You're right. Um, But yeah, this is as good of a Michigan-Michigan State matchup as you're ever going to get.
9: How, how are you feeling about Michigan, uh, Brian? aren't you? I feel like if I was a Michigan fan, which I'm definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> <but> <laughs> you made if her. I put myself into that role, I would be pumped this year, really, no matter how the rest of the year goes, I yeah. would still be feeling like, man, we have uh, taken a step up.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, it's definitely a step in the right direction. I mean, last season was such an aberration. It's just yeah. such a weird year for everybody. Yeah. so I, I didn't take as much away from that two and four season as a lot of people did. But um, I definitely didn't expect this team to be seven and zero. So
9: say at the end of the year, they lose some, they lose to Ohio State, they don't make the playoffs, but they do get a good bowl game. Are you still pretty happy
2: with this season? I'd be happy with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm expecting that, more next year. Yeah, yeah. Next next year is the year. This they're not ready yet. Um. So yeah, I, w- I would be happy with that. Right. I mean, I, I honestly would be. I'd rather lose a couple games before Ohio State if we're going to lose to Ohio State. The sense. last thing that I want to do is go into Ohio State 11 and 0 and just have them just destroy Oh I yeah, mean, That dreams. would be rough. Yeah, yeah. Unless we're in position to make it to the Big Ten game, but I don't think that that's going to happen. Ohio State's not going to lose another game. No, no, so no, no I don't think so. If Ohio State loses another game, then sure, like that game will still be, you know, I'd be thrilled with being 11 and 0, but like Ohio State's not going to lose another game before then. So, yeah, like I. I don't want to go into that game undefeated because yeah. they're not ready to play You're that You're talking
4: about, about, like,
1: Cincy? what? We're not talking about
0: them. We're right not now. talking about Cincinnati. Sorry. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about Cincinnati. I tried, but could, they're not on the bandwagon, so I'm just
9: dropping it.
1: Uh, at, at the end of this week, at the end, once we get through this and the Ohio State-Penn State game, we can talk about Cincinnati for a minute just so I can shatter your dreams. <laughs> <laughs>
9: right. Anyway. And they didn't exactly have a good showing, but we'll get
0: to No, that. they didn't. Yeah, no. But, so, you know. It is. <laughs> where,
4: where were you going, then? <laughs> <laughs> you know.
2: But, yeah, anyway, Game of the Week, definitely.
0: College um, Game Day is going to be there. Big Noon Kickoff is going to be there.
9: Barstool is going to be there. Yup. Yup. So, I mean,
2: one def- show that I might watch will be there.
9: I'm definitely going to be watching that. I, I hope for a, a Michigan State win. Uh, that would make me happy. But it's not the game I'm most excited for at all. What's the game? The most excited for is course, Ohio State versus Penn. Yes. I know why. Uh, yeah, because this whole season, like, ever since you came out as this, like, hidden Penn State fan, I, I guess it's not hidden, but uh, a, a Penn State fan, I have been very much rooting against Penn State. I was so happy to see that they lost, uh, the one game they lost, and tomorrow, or Saturday, tomorrow, Saturday, I will be rooting against them again.
0: Yeah. You know, I wanted to be excited about this Penn State-Ohio State game. You know, I would, in the weeks leading up to it, in the past couple of shows, I was going to be like, yeah, this is, this is
1: going to be a great game and all that. And then. Oh, oh, are you going to say uh, the words I've heard from so many other Big Ten uh, teams playing Ohio State, uh, this is the year? Is that what
0: that's going to be? No. no, no, no <laughs> I no, feel no, like
9: that's uh, where we're going here. No, 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 no. I'm I, so you're, what I'm hearing, though, is you're starting to lose faith in Penn State.
0: After the loss against Iowa and then. A lackluster performance against a team they were favored by twenty four and a half points to win to uh, to beat, and it took nine overtimes to
2: lose. To (laughs) lose. (laughs) lose. (laughs) Right. That was the worst
1: overtime. First of all, I didn't know this overtime rule existed. This new rule, I hate it. It is awful. awful. I have never. uh, That was a joke. uh, Who's the quarterback that uh, Illinois had to go in because the other guy broke? Brandon his Peters. Yeah, and, that's
2: ex-Michigan quarterback. Uh, yeah, the, he the, sucks.
1: They lost to the Michigan reject. Okay? Yeah, yeah.
2: And you know you're bad if you're a Michigan transfer. Yeah,
9: but we dropped to number twenty. But if I'm a Penn State fan, like I feel like you still have to be gung ho and go into this game with a little bit of like
2: absolutely know, uh, as
9: as, as, a, as a fan of anything, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not. If I was a Penn State fan, I'd still be in here talking trash to everybody else. I I can't,
0: though, because it's like, except for 2016, Ohio State has owned us for the most part. Maybe you should find a different team then. (laughs) No way.
2: Should find a different conference. We never should have invited y'all anyway. (laughs) Sorry. They were the 11th Big Ten team. It started this whole nonsense of not having the amount of teams that's yeah, in the that title of your sense. conference. <laughs> it doesn't. None of them have the right around amount of teams anymore. <laughs> but they're it's not right. the
1: 14. Yeah, like yeah. I,
2: I will say their are new. Uh, the new way that they do it, the B1G, which kind of looks like an, you know. I like that better than saying Big Ten. So just calling it the Big, which they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. it's it's makes a little more sense at least. But, but
1: I, I will say I did like the old word mark when there were still eleven teams in the conference, with the hidden eleven in the words Big Ten. Coming. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs>
2: that was a, that was a nice touch. That was nice. Uh,
0: Touche. So, I like that we're in the Big Ten. It makes. I've seen some good games with Penn State against Michigan. It took us some time, but I think we. We've had some good games against each other.
2: Recently, yeah, but it took y'all a long time. Yeah,
0: it took us. We weren't established for a while. Sometimes it takes programs a bit longer than others to establish themselves. Maybe right. I'm
9: remembering this wrong because I've put a lot of chemicals into my body that I'm <laughs> mess up your memory. But. Um, didn't we lose to Penn State before? Like, didn't they spoil a season for 2016, us? 2016, pretty, that is pretty correct. rough. I, I seem to remember. Yeah. I was in prison when it happened. Yeah, that I that seem to remember that. Group. That is the kick six. So if if I'm going into this game, I'm hoping for a repeat of that if I'm yeah. a Penn State fan. That, so
1: that's what had hope for, for a Penn State fan. Yeah. For, uh,
9: I, I mean, have, of course I'm an Ohio State fan.
1: I'm I, Ohio State guys, yeah. uh, We're just hoping uh, we just pick up what we left off from the previous couple of weeks and just drop a 50-burger on you.
0: Okay, exactly. but I'm rooting
2: for injuries.
0: <laughs> I mean, that makes That's
1: sense.
0: No. The right way to okay, look, I don't care who wins. The reason I'm not as excited on, about, it, even though I'm a Penn State fan, and that will never change. The reason I'm not as excited. Sure, it
2: will. <laughs> <laughs> you change fandom so often. Go on. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The reason I'm not as excited about it is because I just don't know what our offense is going to be like. Because. It's been so up and down. I've seen performances from us this season where it's like, oh, we look like a legit explosive offense. And then I get games like what happened against Illinois where it's like, are are we going to do anything? Mm. So because we're so Jekyll and Hyde, if you will, I can't get as excited about it. It's like, Mm. are we going to get 50 hung on us like Indiana did? Is it going to be a... Yes, yes. (laughs) <laughs> C.J.
1: Stroud, okay, he is the truth. He is here. He is ready to destroy that Penn State defense.
2: Isn't it funny that the Michigan guy on this podcast was the one after the, everybody was down on C.J. Stroud told y'all to pump the friggin' brakes. You weren't, James. I'll, I'll give you credit. You never were down on C.J. Stroud. Be A lot of people were, and it was like, dude, this kid's 19 years old. He's playing in one of the biggest stadiums in the entire world. Like, first time playing in front of fans because of the COVID season. Like, it it, it was going to take a minute for him to get comfortable in that offense. And the dude's a freak, man. He's always He was always going to be good. Yeah. I, I, I love the kid. I think he's great. I think he's probably the best quarterback that you guys have had since Troy Smith.
1: I, uh, oh, I like that. Yeah.
6: I, oh, I like
9: that take. I really do. Yeah. I trust Coach Day implicably. Yeah. So, if he made the decision to start, and keep it, them in. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my guy. I yeah.
1: mean, I, I preached patience with C.J. Stroud when he was struggling early, and I, I gave the reasons why Minnesota was a, a, a solid team. They had a, a you know a third year quarterback in, and then we played Oregon again. Solid mm-hmm. team, good team. Great, know.
2: great Oregon team and, yeah. for Oregon. They ha- that's a great Oregon team.
1: And so I was just like, be patient. He'll figure it out. Yep. He he started off with two rough matchups to start the year, mm-hmm. and you know look where we are now. He's what the second Heisman favorite. Yeah. So yeah.
2: He's a freak, man. Okay. They're, they're, he's going to be really good for a long time. He will time. be. Yeah. All
1: right. Time to destroy Josh at Cincinnati. Okay. <laughs> uh, who, who was that this weekend? Navy? Navy. Yeah. The Naval Academy running that triple option, single wing, flex bone, archaic offense that they've been running every single year since 1890, whenever they started their football program. Yeah. Um.
2: Dang near took a W. Gave them fits. Gave yep. them fits.
1: I said before the game, uh, Navy's going to give Cincinnati trouble. And they did. Yeah. I mean Cincinnati obviously did win, but Maple Academy is just—they're not an easy team to play against, and they can really—they're one of those teams that will just mess up your season. Yeah. For
2: no reason. I've been pooping all over Cincinnati the whole time, so it's—it's it's no secret that I've been really low on them. Um, but yeah, like I—I'm gonna actually give them the benefit of the doubt a little bit on this one. Navy's triple option offense. It, it every year they'll play a team that's really good, and they'll give them fits, and it's a tough thing to prepare against. So. This isn't the game that worries me so much about Cincinnati. SMU, it, it,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, I yep. agree with you that it's SMU. Yeah, I thought, I thought they're I thought, gonna play.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah a couple a couple weeks from now. Gotcha. I thought that, you know Navy was a team that could have just been like just annoying, gave him like yeah, a, yeah, uh, premature yeah, premature loss.
2: That's where but, I was at with it. Yeah. yep.
1: but uh, just looking at uh, ESPN's uh, FPI Football Power Index,
9: mm-hmm.
1: okay, they have Cincinnati as ninth.
9: Wow. Oh wow. Ninth. Look, I'm going to be completely honest on Cincinnati. I started off this year like in lockstep with James that I thought they were a fraud. Um, As the season continued, my I actually kind of like the for me my stock in Cincinnati rose. Like I started to feel like maybe they are a legitimate team. Um, And then this past week, I I started to have those doubts again. What Brian says makes sense, though. I'm just more curious than anything to see. uh, Also, like when this actual uh, CFB poll comes out or CFP poll comes out, I want to know. Where they put them? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I I think they're probably going to be like six or seven. Yeah, because uh, are they good? Yeah, are they legitimate? I don't think so. But You're,
2: the problem is, it's like who do you who do you take out of the top four to put Cincinnati you in? Can, exactly. You can't make an argument for anybody, right? You can't. You
0: that's the problem. Yeah, but
2: unless there's a lot more chaos, unless Wait, which, which is happen. possible, it is. But. And and it Luke, would take,
9: Fickles, Luke Fickle's a cool dude. Like I, I liked him a lot a when good he coached coach. for us that one year. He's and, a great recruiter. For yeah, they
1: got a cool coach, good recruiter. I think mm-hmm. they're in a good spot. I yeah, do. Yeah. Uh, we're up against the break here. We got to head to a commercial. Uh, we'll be back in a couple minutes. Stick around. Keep listening. As Bruce Wayne once said, A hero can be
5: anyone, even a man doing something as simple and reassuring as putting a coat around a little boy's shoulder to let him know that he isn't alone in the
8: world. Do you feel that with great power comes great responsibility? Are you interested in changing kids' lives by giving them hope? Then perhaps you should consider being a hero. Superheroes to Kids in Ohio continues to make costume visits to children's hospitals, special needs centers, and various charitable events whenever they are needed, all in an attempt to bring a few smiles to kids and people in need of hope. You can find out more at Superheroes to Kids in
5: Ohio.com.
0: When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage.
4: And if you recycle me, I won't be.
0: Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and
8: the Ad Council. All right, crew, let's get her dug.
9: Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember?
8: No matter how large...
3: Or small, your digging project may be, no matter how urban communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this, or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make
8: the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance.
9: Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices.
5: You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel.
8: Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
1: You wanted the best? Well, too bad, you're stuck with us. It's So What's the Catch on All Sports Clean? That's right. You are stuck with us. This is So What's the Catch? Only for oh, another half Cleveland. hour. <laughs> We're <stuck>. We're <laughs> only for another.
0: The Berserk Box. Yes. But right now we are talking <laughs> combat sports. So do you want to start with the Herring-Stevenson fight? or?
2: Sure. We can talk about the Herring-Stevenson yeah, fight.
0: Because I, I was able to catch some highlights of it. So mm-hmm. I can speak on it a little bit. It seemed like Stevenson just straight up dominated him.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, superior hand speed, I mean, it, you might have the best jab in all of boxing in Stevenson, and it, it, he was just putting together, you know, three and four piece combinations that...
0: That's what I loved about
2: it. Yep, and that Herring just was not putting it together like that. No. Um
0: You didn't see any type of... Stevenson would put together, like, one, two, three type yep. of thing, and then Herring would be like, uh, one.
2: Yeah, you're, you're right on about that, um... He, he was the, the more active fighter. I mean, we, we kind of knew that going into it. We um, did. But, you know, with the Herring being 35, you know, he's getting up there. Uh, he's getting towards the twilight of his career. We'll put it that way. And he was facing a 24-year-old Shakur Stevenson who was very much on a meteoric rise in boxing. Who
0: was the champion going into this fight?
2: The champion before this fight was Herring. Okay. Yeah, he was the belt holder. Um, so now Stevenson obviously took that belt from him. Um, But yeah, it ended in the 10th round, uh, I believe. Yeah, 10th round KO. um, The ref stopped the fight. um, And yeah, I mean, it it pretty much went exactly how everybody kind of predicted it to go, which was kind of disappointing for me. Um, it was very much like a – it was like if you read the preview about the fight and then watched the fight, it was like it, it just happened exactly like all of the yeah. professionals were saying it was going to happen. Yeah,
0: I don't like that when it's like expect this to happen and yeah. then that's exactly what happens. I'm like
2: – Me too. With combat sports, it's more about that element of surprise. Right. You know, that oh, crap moment. you know, Right. The so moment I'm, like when Tyson gets upset you know, right. by I, a 42-to-1 odds favorite. Or know like
0: you I'm going to make jump to UFC. Sure. Because of a connection. No, we're, go ahead. Yeah. We're like going into UFC two forty five, that main event. Which what was the
2: main event at two forty five?
0: Covington Uzman Oh, one. okay. Yep, yep. Everybody was saying, Oh, they're gonna it's gonna be a wrestling match. They're gonna take each other to the ground instantly. Right. We talked about this on our yeah.
2: spin off <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah. Which we'll tell you more about in the future.
0: Yes. Um but there wasn't a single takedown. They just wanted to go out and knock each other's heads off, which right. is the complete, complete opposite of what everyone was saying. Because, again, yeah. everybody was saying they're going to take each other to the ground, This, is, who's going to have the better wrestling game, mm-hmm. all this and that. None.
2: Yeah, and, and another one of the problems I saw with Herring, too, is like, if there was one area that Herring needed to win, it was on the inside. And, and that's the only thing that went a little different than what the pros were speaking. It was like it was like if herring can get inside on Shakur Stevenson, he can do some damage on him. It was Shakur who got inside on herring yeah. and was actually having the better you know the better success and It was like what you know so that was the only head scratcher to me that was that was what I saw from Stevenson that impressed me the most because that's what I haven't seen from him yet, so in terms of like this fight and what my takeaways are from it like the guy won who we thought would win, yeah. But like, They are who
4: we
0: thought <laughs> they were.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think that uh, it was a good statement victory for Shakur Stevenson. A lot of people didn't think he had enough power to knock him out. You know? Right. Granted, you got it was a referee stoppage. Uh, I was but
3: just going in when we were talking about the Dennis Green rant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are who they thought they were. But
2: <laughs> <off> the <laughs> right.
0: I think that was in reference Best to in when the Cardinals lost to the Bears. Best yeah. Piece.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Shout out! Oh, yeah. Shout out! Uh, so
0: quick, two sixty-seven preview because this card—I don't know about you—I think you feel the same way. This card's just meh.
2: Yeah, it's kind of a dud. You know, Blackowitz and Tashera is the main event. The main event. That fight's good. I like that fight. But in terms of the rest of the card, meh. It's also happening in Abu Dhabi, um, so, so the the time thing is. Yeah, just,
0: the main. Prelims start at 10.30 in It's just in too the morning. early for
2: me to watch dudes beat the piss out of each other. Yeah, you know? it's so it's, it it is. And it's like, let me have my breakfast and my cup of coffee first.
0: And the main card starts at 2 o'clock. I'm like, who cares? Yeah,
2: and not only that, but it's going to be you know a lot of good college football going on. At the yeah. Time too. So it's like that yeah. this just... This it's
0: p- a bad card. It's a
2: bad card. It, it, I don't know. To me, it makes... 268 more exciting. I'm so excited for that pay-per-view. I I am, too.
0: I think I've expressed that a fair
2: amount. You've been talking about that one since, I'd say, like, 264, 265. Yeah, I know. You pointed this one out a long time ago. I will give you credit for that. You you brought it up to me in in class or in the hallway the one day. Like, have you seen this card yet? And I was like, oh, my God. But let's talk a little bit about the card. Tell us a little bit about who's on there.
0: So we talked... When we were talking about Stevenson and Herring, I connected it back to their first fight. Right. But you saw in the lead up to Uzman and Covington's first fight at two six at two forty five. Mm-hmm. There were megaphones involved. There was <laughs> there was so much like trash talk and animosity and I yes. felt like Colby was running the show when it came to that.
2: Colby is He's good
0: at it. Let's oh, just put it that way. And he's good at backing it up, too.
2: I, I personally can't stand the guy. <laughs> I, uh, I, I can't. See him. Uh, but he's good at what he does. He plays the heel right, you know. It, He'd be
0: so good in professional wrestling.
2: Yeah, and there is an element of UFC that is becoming a little WWE. They're, they're getting into these storylines. They're getting into these characters a little more. Guys like Colby, it seems like they, they love putting, like, him In front of everybody else, even with all of his problematic opinions and quotes, you know? It's like, as a brand, UFC, like, should probably... Promote a guy like you know Israel Adesanya, like a polished guy who's like does a lot for the community. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and starts. or like
0: or like Stipe, for example. Stipe,
2: perfect example. But at, at the same rate, that's a lot to do with Stipe being so humble and not wanting. Him. Right, I get that. Um, which that's his prerogative, but in in my opinion, and he's like,
0: in totally entitled to that.
2: Right, but Dana White, he he always just gets it wrong with like the guys that he promotes. In my opinion, it's like, I agree. Uh, and. The good thing about UFC, though, is that, like, once you get into that top 15 range, everybody fights each other. And, oh, yeah. And I will say that. That's, that's the good thing that they do do is that everybody gets a shot. Like, if you win, it's a meritocracy. Like, if you keep winning your fights, you're going to fight in a title fight. That's just how fighting works. Yeah. Especially in the UFC. hmm um, So, you know, it, it seems like the the people who work them, their way to the top are always the best fighters. And it's never the guys that Dana, like, has in his back pocket that he loves. You know what I mean? It's weird. And then he kind of, like, okay, now that this guy is so great, sure, now I'll push him. You know what I mean? But, like, until Israel was doing what he's doing now, like, I don't ever remember Dana talking about Israel. And he's one of the most exciting young fighters that they've yeah, ever had come Yeah, I out. agree. Um, I just find that interesting about him. You know I what haven't I haven't
0: mean? even thought about that. But now that you're, like, bringing that point up, it,
2: like... Because that's that's a fighter that they saw from a mile away. Like he had Conor
0: McGregor is another good example of it.
2: Yeah, it's like these these guys that they want to make like it, the representative of the UFC. I just think that they swing and they miss on it so often.
0: Oh yeah, like they could be promoting Ngannou like a monster.
2: Oh, or even you know, yeah. I mean Ngannou, they should absolutely be promoting the, the everything that they can with Ngannou like. Especially because he's came out and he's shown since that like since getting beat and embarrassed, like he's came back and shown that he's gotten a lot better. Right. He's worked on a lot of his weaknesses, and and in my opinion, like the future of the heavyweight division, that it's Francis Ngannou. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm berserk in the octagon.
2: What? Oh, what? (laughs) Uh. (laughs) You are you proposing that you fight in the octagon? Who would you fight? Jake Paul. Let's give Chirk a celebrity death match in the octagon.
0: Against Taco Ball. Chirk versus
2: Taco. Who wins? Let's go around the table quick. Taco. Taco?
1: Taco because he falls
3: on him. Well,
9: maybe maybe (laughs) Chirk because Taco falls (laughs) trying to fight
1: him.
2: (laughs) Yes. um, I'll go after the knee. Taco's definitely got the reach on you. I will say that. I'll go after the knee. If Chirk gets inside on him and he goes after his lower legs, the guy's toast. And he's got a long way to fall, too. You get him to fall down once, he ain't getting back up.
9: Yep. So pretty much, uh, Taco Fall, Chirk is calling you out. He claims you're a sissy, and you will not meet him in the ring.
2: Right. And once your NBA career uh, ends up fizzling out, uh, give us a call at the Akron Aviators. Uh, we have a little ABA team down there in Akron. Yeah, you can probably call for that. We're looking for a 7-foot center, so if... Uh, so uh, expect call next
1: week? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right. All right. But
2: anyway, we do need to touch on the fights on the 268 card, because you, you just... You know, we were talking about how excited you were, and then we kind of diverted from it. We're good so at So I'm going to go back to you. Hey, Tell me these fights that you're excited about. Hey,
0: we're good at diverting. <laughs> we
2: are. We really are. Real quick, we got a couple minutes before our next break. Yeah, so why don't you break down um, a couple of the big fights? I'm for us. really
0: excited about the Uthman Covington rematch. Mm-hmm. That fight's good. The build up to that fight has been fantastic
2: and that's going to be the main event right yes, and the, the co-main is going to be
0: another rematch it's Rose Namayonis against Zhang Lee
2: mm-hmm. Rose
0: won that first fight um by head kick
2: yeah we talked a little bit about this off mic too you know the way that the nature that Rose won that fight in and i i thought wei Lee looked really good before that that kick too so i'm in a way i'm more excited for this fight than i am Usman versus Covington cuz i think Usman versus Covington's going to go just like it did before um, you I,
0: don't think there will be any takedowns or
2: anything? I honestly think that, like, those guys are just, that like, if ever there was two guys that are willing to stand in the middle of the ring and fight it out, it's those guys. All they right. hate each other. I just think with the animosity, Usman thinks that he's good enough to beat him on his feet, yeah, and he wants to prove that. If Usman gets in trouble, I, I will say that. If Usman gets in trouble, then, yeah, we will see him go to his wrestling. But uh, if he doesn't, you know, I could see them not – they're not being a takedown in this fight again, which is just so hard to believe considering how good they both are at wrestling. But uh, what about the Rose versus Zhang? Who do you like in that fight?
0: I like Rose in that fight because I think that much like in her first fight Mm -hmm. with Ioana, yeah, sure, she won it, but then in the second fight, she didn't come out and perform the same way. She made adjustments. Right. In her first fight with Jessica Andrade, she lost by, like, a freak. Yeah, play.
2: it was. It was. And
0: then in the second fight, she made adjustments.
2: Right. So, so you think that she learned enough in the short time that that fight lasted with Zhang Wei Lee that she's got some good things to build off exactly. of? Exactly. Okay, I could see that. Um, I'm going with Zhang Li here just because... I there might not be anyone that trains harder than Zhang Weili in the entire UFC. She's a freak. She's got great training. But uh, we're standing up against a break, so we're going to go. Churik, uh, why don't you take us away to commercial land?
4: Vikings.
8: Red State. Blue State. We come from different places. Uptown downtown we come to different conclusions
4: half empty half
8: full but no matter how different we are we're all connected and we can all make a difference that's why united way brings people expertise and resources together to improve the education income and health of our communities the building blocks for a better life when we live united our efforts magnified by others add up to real change children succeed in school families gain financial stability the health of our neighbors improves and suddenly so do our communities but real change won't happen without you
4: Live United
8: so let's look beyond our differences Live United one by one let's make a difference let's reach out a hand to one and influence the condition of all (laughs)
4: Live United
8: Give Advocate Volunteer Live United. Sign up today at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. A lot can happen in six seconds
5: a rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18 wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads are safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov.
6: Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic.
5: Safe. Effective. Even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color
6: or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov
5: slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that.
9: So what's the catch on All Sports Cleveland? Trying to stump James for over six months and failing. But hope springs eternal. It's Kramer Quiz Time.
2: All right, we are back. Uh, Welcome back to So What's the Catch? We are going to do uh, a quick salute to general hockey. So, So salute. Uh, Real quick, quick. though, we are just going to uh, touch a quick up on the Metropolitan Division. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins came out and have had a hot start despite injuries. Uh, Josh, um, tell us a little bit about the Penguins' start.
0: I thought you were going to do the Penguins' start.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Um, The Penguins have started 3-1-2. They have eight points. They're near the top of the Eastern Division. Uh, as of right now, they would be the number one wild card team in the NHL picture. It is super, super early, but just get that just gives you a little bit of a reference point for the kind of success that they're having. Um, they've been without Malkin, they've been without Crosby, they were without Gensel, they got Gensel back, and then they lost Brian Rust. Then they, they, get, Rust back, then they get Rust back, and then they lose Chris Letang, and then Rust is down again. Uh, but they continue to win despite that. Um, Tristan Jari, who had some major issues in the postseason, has looked at all worlds so far this year. Um, I think that every worry that we had about him has been pretty much erased in these first few games. He seemed to have been
0: going through something in the postseason, and he seems to have gotten past it. All right. So, Columbus, right now, they are 4 2 and 0. They have eight points. They would be the number two wild card, so that's pretty interesting that Pittsburgh... And <laughs> One
2: and two, yeah. Yep, yeah,
0: we kind of talked about that. <laughs> yeah,
2: it worked out nice in the segment.
0: I'm just as surprised by the Blue Jackets' start as you are by the Penguins. Mm-hmm. Blue Jackets, they aren't dealing with as many injuries, but they, they are dealing with the loss of a goaltender. They're dealing with...
2: A lot of... Really tragic circumstances right. They that also team. lost
0: a lot of key players. Yep. They trade they had to trade Seth Jones to Chicago and many others. Tortorello. Yeah. So we weren't sure what Brad Larson, the head coach now, was going to bring to the Blue Jackets. hmm And they're
2: they're not just you know, they've got a plus four goal differential too. They it's do. not it's not like they've gotten super lucky, you know, they've earned their wins. So I would say Columbus has been the more surprising team, but Pittsburgh's depth. Is going to scare a lot of teams because that's one area that we didn't know. You know, we didn't know what we were going to get from these young guys that they brought in in the off season, um, and so far they've just been amazing. I mean, everybody that they brought in in the off season has looked great so far, um, and I just I hope they maintain this level of success yeah. until they can get Crosby and Malkin yeah. back.
0: What I like about the Blue Jackets is they seem to have gotten away from being that tough, physical team that's just going to pound you. They are. They're moving towards what the NHL
4: is. Sure, now. the
2: NHL is moving in the direction that the NBA is. It's a lot more spacing and positionless yep, play, and which I love. Skill that. and speed and yep. all of those things. And you're right, Columbus has started to, to evolve a little bit more. And I'm I'm really happy to see that for them. Tortorella was holding them back. He really was. He he was holding them back for a long time. He is still one of the best coaches in NHL history. Don't get me wrong. But that just didn't seem like the best fit for the Columbus Blue Jackets ever really... I don't know. It didn't ever really work out. But All right. Cool. Anyway, we, gotta we got to move on. Berserker. Let's get to the Kramer quiz. That's pocket. Yep. Let's
3: get to the, the Kramer, Kramer quiz, quiz. We got a berserker.
2: Uh, who's oh, the berserker of the okay. week?
3: Berserker. Let's get a drum roll. Okay. It is Keenum Magic. Oh. All right, cool. Okay.
2: So the berserker of the week is, again, not a person. Just
3: like,
0: a like it thing. was on it's,
1: Monday. It's a... Wasn't it Keenum last week? It was. Yes, it was. It, it's, it's, uh, it's an idea. Back-to-back. Back is that the first ever back-to-back back no, no, week? Do We've no. those quite. It's actually
9: probably <laughs> rarer
4: not to have them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he had Ben Simmons three weeks in a row once. Oh, okay? Christ! Not even on a Cleveland team.
4: Uh, hey,
3: Dean
1: Wade won it. A good oh, yeah, that too. The Dean the Mont- Wade Ben Simmons are the, the running Taco. leaders of those games. They're are champions.
0: Cr- Monsters are currently second in the North Division. Their next game is Friday. We're out what of are time you talking, talking about? <laughs> We're out of time. We're with You're quiz time. I don't he, care. You
2: jerked us. I love it, Josh. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Forget the mon. It's time for then. the Kramer
9: quiz. Quiz time. Quiz time. Today's Kramer quiz. It is still NFL, but I went to a different quiz. All right. Now all right. this one has a little bit of a you, twist. You keep it score. I, I need a way to.
4: Okay. So if
9: somebody has paper or a pen, that would be very helpful. Um, but it's the the idea behind this quiz is that. We're doing the first question is the easiest, and then it gets progressively harder as it goes.
3: Oh. Sponsor this quiz.
9: They've actually did like a, uh, a test before this quiz and got like a sample group. And they said that like for the first question, the sample group, 98, 98.4% answered it correctly, all the way down to the last question, where 1.2%. Ah. So we have a lot of variation here. Okay, I variety. like this. All right, I
1: like this. Josh, let me get the scorecard going. This means
2: you got to be quick, and James yeah, is so you're quick.
9: You're
1: going to have to be it. quick. I mean, I, I interrupted your quiz at the Rock Hall uh, the other day. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh-huh. You're talking about a little tired, like Tom Brumley. Yeah, no, I got no.
0: It. You also did that with the sex pistols quiz. Sex right. pistols.
2: Yeah. Hey, shout out to me. Let me take a victory lap for winning the yeah. Kramer quiz. Yeah, you won the Kramer yeah. quiz. Yeah, that's, that's what's edition. up. It wasn't about sports, so not very applicable to this show. a <laughs> Hall edition.
9: Yeah. Um, which NFL team? Remember, we have to be quick because it's the easiest. Yep. Which NFL team won the first two Super Bowls? Green, Green Bay Packers. Josh. Yeah. First. Okay.
1: Okay.
9: I was trying to pick it out. I feel like I heard Jasper. It. it might just be because you have the most distinctive he's voice. he's loud. Yeah, but that's what I heard. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> How many – okay, next question. How many yards was John Elway's the drive?
2: 98. 98. That's definitely – Dang it, good. James. 97. I'm too 98.
9: slow. 98. <laughs> it was 98. The year was 97.
4: Nope, that's wrong too. No, that's also way wrong. That's that's, way very wrong. Wrong. that's a decade away. <laughs> okay. 87. Yeah. 80s. Eighty-seven. It's okay. Um, You weren't born yet. We get it.
9: How many many games did Walter Payton miss over his entire career? Five. One. Three. Ryan's got it.
1: Nice.
2: Mm -hmm. I actually know that stat because I'm a big Walter
0: Payton fan. Getting into
9: the under 50% questions now. Okay. How many touchdowns did Dick Butkus get over his entire career? Five. No.
2: Dick Butkus. Three. No. Tight end, right?
9: I don't know. Um. (laughs) I'm not telling you.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Is it the closest without going over? I'll go one.
9: <laughs> I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go seven. Uh, none of you get it. It's zero. Oh. <laughs> Dick Buckus was a linebacker.
2: So I okay. was closest.
9: You were closest, but we weren't going.
2: Yeah. I, I almost um, said zero. I feel like he
9: scored like a fumble. <laughs> it something. is zero. Okay.
2: That's Crap. crazy though.
9: Who caught the catch? In the 1981 NFC Dwight Championship. Clark. Dwight Clark. Yeah. yeah, Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark. That was
2: Turk on that one. We have an
9: even tie across the board right now for the first time ever.
2: Oh, wow.
9: Which player or what player coined the term sack? Oh. This is getting into the harder questions. Yeah. Right? Ooh.
3: What year? I, it
0: doesn't I know. tell us. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't tell
9: Mark Gaston. No. no. Mike Dick. No. Ditka. no. Uh, I have no idea. It is David Deacon Jones. Oh, Deacon oh. Jones. Of course. Old Deacon Jones. Wow.
2: From the Akron Deacon Journal. <laughs>
9: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what player famously left his helmet in the locker room and missed the first few plays of Super Bowl
3: Thurman Thomas. Twenty eight. Thurman Thomas?
2: Yep. Good good one, shirt. Is he in the lead? He is he in isn't the league. Yeah.
9: Who was the first tight end inducted into the Hall of Fame?
1: Mike Ditka. Mike
2: Ditka. Dang it! I just guessed Ditka too, and I guessed him wrong.
9: Who is the only Super Bowl? Oh, we've had this question before. Who is the only Super Bowl MVP from a oh, losing God team? Oh. I keep forgetting this
1: game. From a losing team.
9: From a losing a team. He
1: played for the Colts. Yep. Uh, he- yeah. Yeah. Well.
9: I think we've had this once or twice Crowley. before. Crowley. No. I, I close. Guess. Very close. I, I, it's no. something
3: like that. Yes,
1: It was taco. It's no. <laughs> no. Deductive point for that.
9: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deductive point. <play> <laughs> I'm not going to. But I am going to slap it. It was Dean Wade. Awesome. Not
2: Dean Wade. Um, no. you, you Pierre so Garçon. No. <laughs>
9: <laughs> it is uh, Chuck Howley. 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 Hey, I so close. Crowley. You were very close. close. I was close. so close. Oh.
0: <laughs> I been. didn't even get a guess, but I it, wouldn't have guessed it, that correctly, so it, it, it's fine. That's it
3: good. Dean
9: you were taking too long, Josh.
3: I Thank officially got the clock. All right.
9: <laughs> what Browns running back fumbled in the fourth First quarter. quarter? Yes. Yep. The fumble. The fumble. The fumble. Only 24% of people get that question right now. That's crazy, dude. That <laughs> is nuts. <laughs> who holds, well, of course, they're not Cleveland fans either. Right. Yeah, true. Who holds the record for most receiving yards in a game?
1: Calvin Johnson
9: No No Gary Rice No Michael Irvin, No No I I just I remember this I can't Somebody with an interesting uh,
3: nickname It was Kevin Johnson No (laughs) Interesting I don't know if you James remember I remember Kevin Johnson we're gonna give it a few more seconds, and I guess or Quincy.
9: I don't know, so I'll just guess like Isaac Bruce. It was Willie Flipper Anderson. Oh.
2: I knew it was like somebody nobody really heard of. Willy
9: yeah, Old Flipper. Who did Jack Tatum hit so hard that his chin strap fell off his helmet in Super Bowl eleven?
2: Jack Tatum hit Walter Payne. Frank
9: O'Hara. No, no. Mike Jones. No. Who? <laughs> Mike Jones! Who? <laughs> That's a
1: linebacker. The linebacker <laughs> wouldn't tackle another linebacker. Um, trying to think, who the Raiders play? We're getting into some real hard questions uh, now, so I, I understand. And uh, you like, played for the Raiders, so it's got to be an NFC team.
2: Oh, um, I like your logic there.
1: Raiders beat... Uh, Broncos. That, that doesn't work.
2: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um... Uh, they played in Bengals. Still doesn't work. Right. Mike Uh Roger Stoddick. Sammy White. <laughs> I, I, I gonna, at least picked an NFC team. I
2: best. know, I was going to keep naming AFC teams. Just
1: Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, need, I need to have a legit <laughs> guess, so I just
0: kidding. That's why
2: I kept guessing AFC teams, <laughs> so just I'm to like, get it super wrong.
0: So I'm like, okay, um, I'm just going to r- name some random right. person hope it's right. Mike Jones. All right, where are we at on the
9: score? James with three, Turk with two, tied on one on the bottom. Wow, who recovered the holy roller? <sighs> oh, man. oh man, I don't remember his name. Um, Only twenty percent of people do.
3: I've heard Sam about Sam Madison. Team. No. What? What era?
4: The football era. You have
1: no chance then.
2: I already guessed. You don't get hints after somebody guesses.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh. I know the, the team. Williams. Yeah.
2: Venus Williams? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> might not be the right sport.
0: That's not even I'd have to check my sources
2: no, on that.
3: Venus Williams?
2: is. Venus Williams? Yeah. The, Sor- the cornerback? Yeah, Serena's sister, said, Venus.
3: Said, he said Aeneas.
2: Yeah, he said Venus Williams. Serena yeah, Williams is her sister.
3: Any last guesses? Nope. Uh, I got nothing. Cornerback. Daryl
1: Amaka. Dave Casper. Dave Casper. That's another Raiders
9: question.
2: Turk's over there talking about Venus Williams again. I
4: We're
9: getting into the so, so questions. I, honestly, I know. I'll, I, I, I'll be surprised if we have a right answer on the right on the I'm trolling guys. you,
2: Chirk. Uh, I'm trolling you like you trolled us. Go ahead. I'm
9: Which, trolling. What defensive end knocked Joe, Mantan, Joe Montana out of the 1990 NFC Championship? Uh, I don't know. Lawrence Taylor. He, no. I have no idea. It was the Giants. That is not a, a player. It was Leonard Marshall,
4: okay.
9: Leonard Marshall, you don't get it, dude. Nobody would have got that. No. no. Who holds right. the NFL record for most consecutive games started as a non-quarterback?
1: Non-quarterback. Non- Joe Thomas. Quarterback. No. I know that's not. Oh, correct. Oh man, that's consecutive snaps. Charles oh. Haley. Un- My bad. No.
0: Consecutive starts. It's a consecutive non- starts. Quarterback.
1: Terrell Davis. No. He had a very short career. Yeah. Um, he played like five years. Um, hmm. Brian Scalabrini. I think I would
3: guess. But still
4: also the wrong sport.
1: sport. Most starts, non quarterback. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to go with Anthony Munoz.
3: Jim Marshall.
1: Ooh, ah, Jim Marshall. Good old
9: Jim Marshall. I should have done that one. Who was the last NFL player to, quote unquote, start both ways? Ooh. Oh, okay. I'm sure there's been more than one, by the way. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: Can you repeat that.
9: Who was the last NFL player to start both ways? Was it
3: Dion?
1: He didn't play offense.
9: He played. He played a handful offense. I'm going to give you the hint down. that it yeah. is not Dion. Okay.
1: He didn't start both ways. Uh um, played, but he didn't start. Yeah, Troy that's Brown. True. No, I know it's not Troy Brown. Uh, Troy
3: Brown's played quarterback.
9: Out of like this and the next four answers, this I only know one of these dude people's in like, names.
1: 1966. Yeah. 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 There's like
9: names I don't even know. Um, but if are, any guesses? No. I got nothing. Chuck Bednarik. Oh, I know who oh, that, Chuck that is. know Chuck Bednarik. Yeah.
3: Chuck Bednarik. That's the goat from Philly.
9: Bednarik oh, yes. award
2: named after Chuck. Yeah.
9: Who I definitely like, I wouldn't have gotten any of these except maybe the first couple. I was thinking maybe James and Chirk had a chance because they have like some uh, you weird. know obscure knowledge sometimes. Yeah. But we'll see. We've got a few more super deep. Weird, Who holds the record stuff. for most interceptions in a Super Bowl? In a Super Bowl? In a Super. Bowl. Is it, a single Is
3: it the or total? Cowboys? Do? Larry. Single.
2: Are you looking for a player or a team? Because Chirk just said the Cowboys. Player. <laughs> uh.
3: Larry something.
9: Whoop. No. Dexter Jackson. No. I don't know. Rod Martin.
2: Mm. I was going to
1: be mad if you were about to say Rod Woodson. Because uh, I almost, almost guessed yeah, Rod Woodson.
2: That would have been a good guess.
1: Yeah.
9: All right, getting down to the last three. Now, the good thing about these last three, though, is even though they're so hard, they kind of have a little bit of a Browns uh, connection again. Oh. we got to hustle through them. It's 3.59. Yeah, uh, we'll no. go over. Who cares? We can go over. Who cool. yeah, intercepted we. the mistake by the lake?
0: Oh, that was somebody from the Raiders, I'm pretty sure. He said this is Brown.
9: It's Browns-related. Browns-related. Who intercepted the mistake by the lake?
0: Pretty sure there's some of but I just what don't team? remember who. I
9: didn't say a team. I said. Yeah, I'm. Chirk <laughs> <laughs> asked what team. Who intercepted the mistake by the lake?
2: No clue. I Roy
9: don't know. Brown. It is Mike Davis. <laughs> Mike Davis.
4: Mm. Mike who was
9: the Mike? first NFL player to wear a face mask?
3: Mike Mitchell? No.
2: Um. Let's see No, I have
9: no idea who that is
2: <laughs> Tom Harmon
9: Nope I feel like it's an answer we've had before for a separate question Maybe that's just why it was Red Grange No. Bill Willis
1: No. I have nothing Otto Graham
6: uh,
2: Now
1: I feel like an
9: idiot
2: now we, we, yeah, now
9: And now this dumb. last question I know nobody's going to get it to 1% uh, Who was the first NFL player to rush for 200 yards in a game?
3: OJ No
9: Uh, That's probably what most people would guess, though, honestly
2: I'm surprised it's not Jim Brown
9: Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I thought it would be Jim Brown Not the first Cliff Battles
2: Ah, old Cliff Battles Who doesn't know old old Cliff Battles, you know? Yeah,
9: totally know that Very difficult quiz, James takes the
4: W Of course he does Why do people even listen to this show?
1: That's a
3: good question Steelers, and hopefully the Cavs don't go two and five. Uh, they will go... They will win... They will go 4-2. Uh,
2: Can we end this? Please? Yeah, let's get out of let's here. Let's get yeah, out of here.
4: We're out of here. We'll see, see you, you next time. Bye! Day. Hey,
2: thanks for tuning in.
4: Welcome back, everybody.